Hey everyone, today is Thursday the 28th of October 2021. This is The Gap, episode 589. I'm Luke Clory. Job Gure is here. Job, how's your week going? Had a big oh. weekend? Oh yeah, I did have a big... Holy fuck. Uh, were you hungover? No. Yeah, no, I know I know you weren't. I, uh, I was we... up that morning doing stuff. Of course you were. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Even though... Well, I guess you did go home a little bit early. You did, you did pike... Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, I had a free ride to go home. So I was like, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. You didn't offer. That is true. Uh-huh. I did offer. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> I, I, asked Nate, I asked you and Nate. I was, uh, was like, I no, was... it's not really out of your way. I was like, all right, it's fine. We can drop you off. I'm like, no, all right. I was destroyed. Um, but, uh, yeah, good times. I was pretty drunk, pretty hung, like too hungover to really do anything. The next day, we started drinking at like one o'clock in the afternoon. Yes, we did, uh, and I didn't get home till one o'clock in the evening. Uh, so yeah, rough. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, obviously you weren't hungover, but I was. I always am. I did spend. I spent basically all of my time watching movies. Mm-hmm. I've just been on a real movie kick lately. Right. Um, playing very all the chill. good ones. Very chill games of Age of Empires and then watching movies. I watched Enemy last night, Luke, and I yeah. have a fucking bone to pick with you because you said that was one of fucking Dennis Villeneuve's best fucking films. When did I say this? I don't fucking know. Ages ago. Uh, I don't think I did. Yeah, you, you did. Yeah, I don't think did. I did because I think it's his worst film. It's absolutely his worst film. I haven't watched everything he's ever made, but there's no I think way. I have. There's no way he's made anything worse than Enemy, because uh, if he had, like, it would have had to been before Prisoners, right? Uh, that he made something worse, and he never would have gotten a fucking job again if he made anything worse than Enemy. I'm so mad. That that was, they were actually released the same time or the same year, right? It might uh, have been after. I can't remember. But yeah, so mad at you. I'm so mad at you. I assume, I assumed afterwards. I assumed actually about halfway in that mm. it was a classic Luke stitch up, but uh, I was already halfway in, and there was part. I never of me. said it was his best film. That was, must have been someone else because I wouldn't have said that. No, it was absolutely you. It was oh, maybe I did stitch up. Then. Yeah, <laughs> flat out, like <laughs> something about prisoners, and you're like, oh yeah, you got to watch Enemy. It's his best film, <laughs> and, like, and that's like wormed its way into my brain, and then fucking however many years later, I'm like, oh yeah. I gotta watch Enemy. It's his best film. We were gonna watch Prisoners. You should have. Should have watched Prisoners. Again, my wife's never seen it. Oh, mistakes. Right? Yeah, why, why would you go with Enemy Because neither of us had seen Enemy. And you well, said it was you his know best now. film. You, you, then, you know now. that he is human. It's not a bad film. Like it's it is. It's interesting. No. And then you, you kind of get to the end and you're like, that doesn't pay off at all. That's just <laughs> what the fuck have I done with my entire life? What a waste of my time. you're like oh where is this going this is gonna get good and what then- is cr- so crazy about that movie as a twin is the way people seem to react to the idea of there being someone who looks identical to you like jake gyllenhaal is like one he's like oh my god this dude looks like me what that no nobody could look like me that's fucking impossible like they've never heard of twins before like in like the walking dead where nobody's ever heard of a fucking zombie before yeah 
and they're just like wandering around. They're like, "What do we? What are these things? What is going on here? Why are they? Are they they're not dead. They're not alive. What would we call them? They're un. No, not undead. That doesn't make no, 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 no. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Daywalkers. That's what it is. Like, Wait, that's, like that's that's Blade, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that is Blade. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. They've never heard of twins before. It's extremely upsetting. That was the most. Mm. That was not actually. That was not. That was initially the most upsetting part of that film. And then the rest of the film was the most upsetting part of that film. Anyway, um, so you stitched me up. Classic Luke stitch up. Uh, my wife specifically said I had to tell you that she hates you. Uh, <laughs> okay. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, I've been watching a bunch of movies, playing some games. Uh, we got we got a bunch to talk about. Um, yeah. I'll tell you what. We played some Mortal Kombat on the weekend. Did you? After about, uh, no, no, we did, we did, you and I did on the arcade machine. <laughs> oh my god, I remember this vaguely. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, Do why you is Mortal Kombat on you at Mortal Kombat? <laughs> uh, I remember making a lot of excuses, so I must have lost pretty bad. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think there was a flawless victory in one of those. <laughs> yeah, uh, my problem was, I don't remember oh i can't i can't use arcade sticks that's my problem is my mm. my entire problem is that i've never been able to pull off a single fucking combo on an arcade stick not even a little bit i am fucking woeful at them uh and this was no different yeah um yeah you did wallop me uh who were yeah. you playing as were you scorpion or was i scorpion i i Hmm. I don't actually remember. I think uh, it it didn't really matter because none of us did a single move the entire time. So not, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just punches and, and <laughs> it was just punches, sweeps, sweeps and uppercuts. A lot of sweeps right? and uppercuts. Yeah, um, yeah. And I didn't land many of either. Um, but that's because I was trying to do moves, if I recall correctly, unsuccessfully. Um, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I was Sub Zero, and you were Scorpion. Mm. I don't know. Those are the only two characters anyone's allowed to be in Mortal Kombat, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. Anything else showing off? It's ridiculous shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, good times. Love Mortal Kombat. I am awful at it. Um, obviously, obviously, it needed to be Mortal Kombat Two, which is the only. You ever like? You ever beat Wallop someone? I rarely wallop people at fighting games, uh, except in Street Fighter 1 and 2 when I go blanker and just fucking huddle. And uh, yeah, and I'll beat someone at Street Fighter 1 and they'll be like, oh, yeah, but if this was Street Fighter 2, you wouldn't do it. Uh, but it works the same. Is it Street Fighter 1? I think it's Street Fighter 1. Uh, yeah. And you just huddle, blanker huddle, blanker electric. Uh yeah, it works. It's fantastic. Maybe I don't think Blank is in Street Fighter One. Maybe I'm thinking Street Fighter. Ooh. Yeah, he's not in Street Fighter One. What am I talking about? Um, what am I talking about? I am talking about. No, it can't be three. I don't know. There's two games where I can blank my way to victory. Every Street Fighter, time. the movie, the game. Possibly. 
Possibly, very possibly. The still one of the best video game movies of all time. Just mm-hmm. like exactly where that like they there have to the video game film has to be on two ends of a spectrum. It either has to be hilariously awful, like Street Fighter the movie, or the latest Mortal Kombat film, or the original Mortal Kombat film. Or it has to be like unbelievably amazing like spectacularly amazing like nothing there hasn't been a but aren't, aren't the mortal com the original mortal Kombat film and street fighter sort of in the same like bucket uh what do you mean well you they're very similar in terms of they're they're not good but they're good because they're bad yeah that's what i'm saying yeah but but they're no but see but there are Bad, bad. Like there's the uh, second Chun Li. Oh, there's the fucking film. legend of Chun Li, yeah, uh, yeah, with Kristen Crook from fucking Smallville. And then there's also fucking the second Mortal Kombat film, uh, Armageddon, or whatever the fuck it was. There's uh, there's like six Mortal Kombat films after Mortal right? Kombat, and they were all increasingly worse without being strangely entertaining. Right. Mm. So there's definitely, like, and, and I feel like what they were trying to do was, like, work their way towards being something good. Never works. You've got to be all the way at either end of the fucking, of the spectrum. It's got to be really fucking hilariously bad or really, really good. Like nothing. Like Max yeah. Payne, obviously. There's only two Mortal Kombat cool films. One. I thought there was a lot more. Uh, there are a bunch enough. of, like, cartoons. Yeah. I must have just made up a bunch in my head to be like, yeah, no, yeah, it was from some really bad ones. One. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> and Blank is in that one. Um, we're fucking all over it today, right? Mm. Facts wrong out of the gate, just fucking getting shit wrong straight out of the gate. But the good thing is, you don't need to fact check the gap because we fact check the gap like immediately. Actually, speaking yeah. of fact checking, a couple of weeks ago, I said nobody gives. Like few few publishers really give uh, games with enough lead time to actually get a good grasp on them, uh, and I said that Sony was a rare exception. Mm. Uh, I should have mentioned that Microsoft is actually really good at it as well. Uh, they're fantastic. Sometimes, uh, well, true. Uh, yeah, like actually, that's a really good point because I, I I don't have Forza Horizon yet, which has me concerned. But I did yeah. get Asia Empires with a huge lead time. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Weird. You can preload Forza Horizon now, uh, but I can't play it to review it. Maybe they're just... Like, there is a chance that they're just going to wait that one out because you kind of need the online experience or some shit, but I do... I so hate that philosophy. Uh, I'd prefer to just be playing it right now. Anyway, we'll talk about Age Empires 4 a little bit later. So I mm-hmm. think it's our, it's our uh, marquee game of the week. Yeah. Uh, why don't we Let's talk on? about the other big Microsoft game. The other reason you subscribe <laughs> to the Xbox Game Pass. Microsoft Solitaire Collection, which I've been playing. Uh, and I have some fucking... I have some complaints, right? I started playing this because I saw it in the Xbox app on PC, right? It just sort of popped up one day, like installed itself, which uh, 
it's fine if it's solitaire. I remember being grumpy that uh, like some fucking candy game had done it on Windows 10 back in the day, and I spent a lot of time, way too much time. I could have just fucking unpinned it from my taskbar or start menu and just like ignored that it existed because it took up about fucking five megabytes of space because it was a basic match three candy game. Um, could have just ignored it, but I spent way too much time working out how to remove it, and then it reinstalled itself the next time Windows updated, so I just gave up. Um, but not so bad with Solitaire. I don't mind so much with Solitaire. Solitaire is a, uh, a staple. Uh, I was watching, I've been watching news radio, re-watching news radio uh, for the umpteenth time. I'm sure long-term listeners have heard me say the words, I'm re-watching news radio at least seven times. Um, but uh, yeah, they were doing they were doing a bit on the Y2K bug uh, and we were, we were re-watching news radio because I fear that uh, if I if I wait too much longer, I'll no longer be able to stand. Like, I already can't really stand Andy Dick because he's a dick. But if I go too much further down this this rabbit hole, uh, like if I wait too much longer, I'm also gonna not be able to stand Joe Rogan, and I already can't stand Joe Rogan. Uh, but seeing him in news radio doesn't like upset me, right? Uh, the way like you can't, I can't watch Louis anymore, right? I tried. I actually tried to go back and watch Louis, but it's just too creepy now. Especially like he, yeah, it's creepy. <laughs> uh, like yeah, you just can't like separate that shit. Or like the usual suspects, like certain films, <laughs> right? Like they're just dead to you. Yeah, um, that Superman film. <laughs> <laughs> that one was already dead to me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried that I'm going to get to the point where I just like seeing Joe Rogan on screen is going to just fucking make me grumpy. And But, right, Phil Hartman is in news radio and he is the best. Um, and so, yeah, it makes it worth... He's over. He's overwhelming my general disdain for Andy Dick and my growing disdain for Joe Rogan. Um and it continues to do so, although we've just reached season five. I don't know if you know this, but uh, between filming of season four and five, Phil Hartman's wife murdered him uh, and then killed herself. Uh, so season five doesn't have Phil Hartman in it, um, which... Do they explain why? They have... Yeah, the first episode is probably one of the fucking rawest episodes... Like, he dies of a heart attack in the show, but they are all bawling their eyes out. It is, it's got some, like, jokes, but it's it's not a very uh, funny episode of a usually extremely funny show. Because um, they basically have a, a live, uh, an on-air funeral for the guy. Uh, it's, it's really good, but extremely sad. Anyway, um, so... To, to to wrap up this extremely fucking long point, uh, they're doing a Y2K, they were doing a Y2K bit. And uh, and Matthew, Andy Dick's character, is upset because, and this is what I, I not, kept noticing, is they kept calling it fucking computer solitaire just over and over and over again because Matthew is bad at, uh, at his job and he just sits there playing computer solitaire the entire time. 
uh, and uh, yeah, the, the computers aren't working. Uh, so we can't play computer solitaire. Anyway, uh, it is literally a staple. I've played regular solitaire a couple of times. Only, only the proper solitaire, right? There's like, the Microsoft Solitaire Collection has five different solitaires. And I can successfully smash like four of them. But just for the life of me, I cannot do free sell, right? But I, what's the fucking regular solitaire called? Now I can't remember. There's this spider solitaire. Uh, there is tri peaks. So spider solitaire is the one where you sort of like you play it with multiple decks, mm -hmm. and uh, you sort of stack them until they all go away. Tri peaks is the one where you have to uh, like sort of count upwards or or downwards from the from the drawn card. So you draw a card from the deck and it's a jack. Then the next, then you have to play a 10 or a queen and like combo cards that way. There's uh, It's called, this one's called Klondike or Patience. Klondike. Klondike. Uh, yeah, I remember it being called Patience. Um, there's Pyramid, which is the one where you have to, uh, like everything has to equal 13. So if you draw a three from the deck, then you have to combo it with a 10. And kings are free cards. Then there's spiders. Oh, I already, and the, the, the one I can't play, uh, Klondike is classic. Everyone can do that one. The one I can't play is free cell. I just can't get my fucking head around it. And it's the one where you've got like, you've got four slots up in the top left. You've got your ace, four, like four stack ace pile. And then you've got the cards set out in almost classic uh, fashion. I believe there's an extra row. And you're allowed to put cards up into the, into the like, random pile. Like, you've got this four-piece pile up in the top left. And you can put cards up there to sort of give yourself the opportunity to spread all your cards out. The, the, and, but, like, you can't, move cards if you don't have slots up there and all this kind of shit and there's all these like fucking layers like you'll get to you get to a point where you've got like thing through fucking three all the way down to like to the bottom but it's on top of another pile and you need to shift it across to an empty row but you can't do it because you don't have enough fucking slots and you've got to like fucking split these fucking packs up and it's like oh my god i can't fucking fathom this shit it's beyond me anyway um so i've been playing uh, just playing the fucking dailies right that's the thing they've done with the solitech microsoft solitech collection is they've sort of uh mobile gamed it right and you've got daily quests you've got daily events where like you can compete uh with other people um you've got your own like Microsoft bucks that you spend on cosmetic cards? No. Well, I think, yeah, I think actually you do. I think you do. Um, yeah, you've got like, there are, there are card backs and like backgrounds and stuff like that. And you randomly get like, oh, you, you were in the Halo beta. So you get a Halo yeah. back. These cards card animate. Uh, no, I don't think there are any animated cards. Oh, yeah. Which is a missed, missed opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, although I just use all the classic shit, 
it's too distracting, right? When I'm playing these events, right, there's no time to lose. I'm fucking on it, man. I'm like fucking bang, 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 bang. Because you're racing against the clock. They put you in a pool with other people. You're not playing that game alone. You're playing with like against other people. It's timing you based on how many of the fucking games you complete or these challenge. Like it sort of presents you with puzzles, sort of like chess puzzles, but they're solitaire puzzles uh, from across the, the range of the five games. So whenever there's a free sell event, I'm like, well, I'm not playing because I don't want to, I don't want to lose. Um, but yeah, they, uh, yeah, I, I've got complaints because the fucking friends system doesn't work. I like, I threw out the, I threw down the gauntlet, right? Uh, on our discord to, Hey, come try and beat me at solitaire. But like they, the friends list portion doesn't fucking exist at all. Like it doesn't work. It just shows you. And I got like intrigued enough to go looking into this shit. And it's been a problem for four fucking years. It's never worked. And the like, you know how you go on answers.microsoft.com and like the the mark like, you know, pro moderator, super helper man, blah blah blah. Like they've always got these this fucking list of fucking qualifications under mm. their name and they'll always like be marked as the answer. And they'll list like fifteen things to do. And they just list all fifteen things. Right, it's it's like the fucking it's the shotgun approach to fucking. They're just like bang, and maybe one of the fucking pellets misses, ah, uh, hits, and they're like fucking nailed it. I'm a sniper, baby, and you're like, you're like, yeah. If you shoot enough fucking shots, you might randomly like a fucking million monkeys on a million typewriters are gonna fucking type out the fucking answer at some point in human history. Like you didn't fucking nail it. You told me to. Literally one of the uh, suggestions in one of these fucking answers is reinstall Windows. Nobody's fucking reinstalling Windows to get the friends list to work. But the best part it's is... Solid. <laughs> right, like, in, in one game. But the best part is that it, it has never worked for anyone as far as I can see. And yet they're like, yeah, there must be something wrong with your install. And nobody's ever marked an answer as, like, answered. Nobody's ever fixed the problem. But like these these questions auto-close themselves after six months and they generally pick uh, like one of the things to be the answer. Usually the thing that tells you to do 400 different things. It's so fucking useless, man. Like just reminds me of text, like, yeah, tech support for anything online these days is 90% reading answers that are just completely unhelpful infuriatingly unhelpful anyway so can't get the friends list to work uh so we can't really compete which bugs me because i'd love to fucking compete against you chumps at some solitaire i'm pretty fucking good at it as long as it's not free sell anyone who gets good at free sell will, will score easy points i think mm -hmm. um but yeah anyway it's weird that they would introduce a multiplayer variant of Solitaire and then it never fucking works. Like multiplayer Solitaire in, in and of itself. We used to we used to play one, right? Like a, I can't remember what it was called, like multiplayer. Like 
me and my twin brother used to play it. We'd sit on the opposite side of a t- card table from another. And yeah, like it, it is actually a thing. Like there's like, it's killing me. I got a fucking multiplayer solitaire, multiplayer solitaire. What's it called? No, no. Just fucking, where's Wikipedia on this shit? Not Ertz. God damn, I don't remember what it's called. Solitaire multiplayer? I don't know. No, it's not called Solitaire. There was like a full name for it. I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah. Speed. It was called Speed. Oh, I've seen that film. It's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so anyway, that's it. Microsoft Solitaire. That's my cool. story. Yep. All right. <laughs> there you go. Available on Game Pass. It's available free on X on Windows in general. Oh, okay. But, but there's you get it plays ads. Right. Uh if you don't have Game Pass, which I assume mm. is annoying. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's keep moving on here. What's next up? We got uh Chernoblite. Chernoblite? Chernobylite. Cherno, Cherno, Blight. You've switched the. Yeah, all right. Uh, Chernobylite uh, is a <laughs> <laughs> is a uh, is a game that came out earlier this year, um, from uh, the farm. Came out in July this year. It sort of passed me by. I missed it. Uh, it didn't seem. All that like I, I don't know it seems kind of janky on the outset but they had like a, a sale on oh the sale's still going but it will have ended by the time you listen to this which is annoying um i described it uh to to have a squiz see, see how like actually played because i've heard some people describe it as a real contender for game of the year and i understand that we're you know well we're fucking two days from november Three days from November, rather. Um, so, uh, yeah, I guess game game of the year considerations might be kicking off. So, yeah, I wanted to check it out, see how it how it was. Um, and I'm really conflicted about it. Hey, like I didn't really know what to expect, uh, except for it sort of looks like Stalker uh, and. You could sort of expect it to be janky. And that was about all I had. But it's not like that at all. It's like a it's like if Fallout 4's base building was fleshed out into an entire game, which is, I know, a uh a cracking shot across the bow of Fallout 4. But um yeah, fleshed out into an entire game. Cause you've got like this like actual colony management and and stuff like that and it's set in like the the i guess no man's land of chernobyl so it's around the power plant of chernobyl and there's radiation everywhere and in stalker fashion uh there are like uh monsters that have grown out of the radiation that uh, there's a, you know, an entire economy built around, around getting stuff out of the fucking zone and stuff like that. 
And so you wind up, you go into the zone. Uh, you see, like, it's sort of like you've got this hub area. So unlike Fallout 4, where you could sort of just, like, walk straight out of your fucking, your little shitty township, your settlement. Um, you don't do that here. You sort of go on missions from your from your hub area, from your base. And you go out and you complete these missions. And the missions could be story-based. They could be like, you know, you found some detail on your last mission and it's led you to, if I go here, it'll, it'll like unlock this thing or something like that. Or it could just be basic maintenance. You know, uh, we're running low on food, so I need to go here. Or we're almost out of ammo, so I need to go here. You got those... Multiple types of things uh, that sort of work in in the, in that fashion, and uh, yeah, you sort of manage your you manage your base by building shit in it. You manage your companions by assigning them on missions and making sure they're comfortable and making sure they're equipped, well equipped, and stuff like that. And then you uh, manage your, I guess, life. Uh, by going on missions yourself and accomplishing shit. And you can send, yeah, like I said, you can send your companions on these missions to go out. Uh, but you basically, you generally, like it'll tell you a percentage chance of them succeeding or not. Um, and there's no like, I think there are, there's like one 100% chance to succeed and that's staying the fucking home. Um, but like, even if you've got like a really high, it's got like X, not quite XCOM level shit, but even if it's like 90%, they can still fucking fail uh, and come back having not gotten anything and super injured and shit. Um, but you can increase their odds of success in a variety of different ways. And uh, yeah, basically you just don't want to send them on any main missions because they will definitely fucking fail. Uh, the percentage of them succeeding is always super low. Um, and yeah, you just, you go to the, these missions, you send them out to acquire resources, you use those resources to build up your base and there's layers, layers of shit that you've got to manage, right? You're in this warehouse, uh, you need power to power your machines. So you need to, you, you got to build bullets, right? So you get like a fucking, um, machine press or some shit that makes bullets. I don't know how to fucking make bullets. Um, and you build that and then you to power you need to build a generator and then the generator is expelling fumes so you need a air purifier and then the air purifier requires more power so you need another generator and all of this like fucking rumbling and shit is making everyone who lives there feel grumpy and so you gotta like give them an area where they're uh they're not sort of fucking grumpy anymore you make a bed for them put some lights around the place shit like that and you like doing all these management things uh base management things which is pretty interesting although the fucking the ui for it is pretty fucking annoying uh in, like you press b to bring it up and then it just brings up this like little square and like tiny text that tells you what, what you're hovered over and then you press f to go into it and tab to go back again and like just not a very good well thought out fucking like control system but once you're used to it it's not that bad um and that sort of carries over to a lot of shit uh the 
when you're using the scanner, right? When you're out in the world, you get this scanner that scans for like items, uh, and one one you can change what it's scanning for. To do that, you press R and T, and there's no reason why that should be those two fucking buttons should be the fucking choices but yeah r and t so you gotta fucking remember that shit um but yeah like lots of like that's that's basically it right it's a game that feels super fucking janky and yet it's it's compelling like you keep going back into it and i don't know there's definitely a case of like games have this habit sometimes and i think it's mostly accidental but have this habit sometimes of being compelling in ways that resemble you know uh stockholm syndrome right and we all know stockholm syndrome was made up by now however for the purposes of this conversation the the fucking the analogy fits uh you are you've you've gone so far down the rabbit hole it's like me watching fucking enemy, right? I've gone fucking this deep in this goddamn fucking movie where nobody knows what twins are. Uh, I might as well watch it through to the end, right? And you don't know that it's all going to fucking swire you at the end to be even worse than you expected. Uh, like, you have this feeling that, like, once you've played enough of something and you've learned the systems, that it would be a shame to waste that learning, right? And I think Chernobylite might be doing that by accident right i've like i don't think it's deliberately designed to be almost obtuse in its fucking control schemes uh in order to trick you into staying on board i think it's just sort of accidentally obtuse uh or i guess just vague would be the word in that case um and and so it's more a personal thing that I'm now fucking invested in staying. I, I want to stay with it because I've learned all these things. It's yeah, I've, I've cleared the fog. So I might as well explore the area, right? So to speak. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's weird, right? I, I like it and I'm enjoying myself and it's compelling. I keep coming back to it. But at the same time, I don't think it's very good in a lot of different ways. It's, you know, the the animations are really janky and, like, weird and there's not enough fucking enemies. Uh, like, I'm, I'm at this point at the moment, right, where I th- think it's supposed to be a horror experience. Uh, and for the first, like, hour... I've lost all of that. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, it yeah. was really tense and I'm, like, really scared. But now... I don't give a fuck about any of that. I'm just running around getting shit, finding resources to take back to the base and completing the mission. And then something scary will happen, but it's a jump scare. It doesn't have the tension. Even though it's still, you're still in like Chernobyl and it's still spooky, this like spooky fucking waste, waste of like wasteland fucking area. And there's like pockets of radiation and shit, occasional Chernobyl monsters. It doesn't fucking matter because I'm accustomed to it. Like that's the that's the flip side. That's the the stinger of the clearing the fog is that you get to a point where like if it has to be 
scary, it can't really do that anymore because I've deciphered what it does, what the game is about. Um, yeah. Which, I don't know. It's it's weird. I'm going to keep playing it. I do not think it's game of the year, but it is very compelling. It's definitely worth playing. Um, it almost feels like it should have had multiplayer and not cooperative multiplayer, like competitive multiplayer. Because rolling around these areas, right, you pick a mission area, almost like Tarkov, right? You'd pick a mission area and you'd go in and you'd, like, collect shit. And if there were other people, or like, or hunt, right, if there are other people in the zone, or even if there weren't necessarily other people in the zone, but you just didn't know whether there were other people there or not, if you just couldn't be sure, then you'd never be able to completely eliminate the fear, right? You'd always be pretty fucking spooked. But as it is now, I just sort of fucking, I run around with my Geiger counter out, scanner thing out, run around making sure I don't jump into anywhere that has too high a rad count. And I'm like literally doing the fucking sprint jump thing where you just bounce everywhere because I don't give a fuck. And like, if something comes at me, something comes at me, but I'm not going to die to it. Uh, and and I'm sure I'll fucking work it out soon, like before it's a problem. Anyway, um, very interesting game. I would definitely only buy it on sale. Uh, and which is it at the moment? It's it's on sale right now, right? Is that what you yes. said? <laughs> it, it is on sale right now. Um, however, it will not be by the time you hear this unfortunately mate i would put it on my wish list uh if i was listening to this and like if if you're in the mood right for a stalkery game with some interesting base management shit i'd wish list it it's almost like i get i occasionally get this feeling like it's a fucking it was a fallout 4 mod i don't know if that's the case i haven't looked anything up about it but I get the feeling like it was a Fallout 4 mod and it's like evolved into its own thing. And if that's the case, fucking well done. But uh, yeah, it's it's so weird the way they've sort of amalgamated these two ideas of uh, Fallout 4 settlement management and stalker-style zone intrusions. Um yeah anyway could use more horror in my opinion but otherwise definitely worth checking out maybe it gets more horrifying later yeah all right there you go that's uh i'm going with chinobi light um nice have you looked at the logo i think that's what it's supposed to be (laughs) it's got a capital l in it that's true like playstation yeah, <laughs> like PlayStation. Um, all right, next up we've got Dead by Daylight. I think you put this on because I didn't. Yep. So I had a bad time. I was playing this. Uh, you sent me a link and you're like, hey, you can get all these points. Yeah, they're doing, they're doing a Halloween event at the moment and um, uh, blood points. You can put codes in for blood points and get like, uh, is it around about a million or something like that? Yeah. Um, maybe a bit more, but, uh, yeah, 
like I like I I did it. I went and got the points, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I'll give it a fucking run. I'll jump in and have have a play. Um, jumped in as Pyramid Head first of all. Straight up, they fucked Pyramid Head. Uh, the time like they changed the timing on his fucking swipe, and it takes I don't know fucking half a second longer to actually work. And so they've they've fucked Pyramid Head, which is shit. I I didn't realize he was considered to be overpowered. Um, because I thought he was a pretty high skill ceiling character you have to be pretty fucking good to actually do anything with him i thought anyway um so yeah that threw off my timing for fucking everything but uh it, they've redone the, the goddamn ranking system mm-hmm. so now i'm rank i don't know fucking dust four or some shit like <laughs> yeah. rank 20 i'm rank 20 um, the lowest possible fucking rank. Mm-hmm. Um, and I jump in and it puts me up against, and I didn't know at the time, obviously, although it was pretty obvious uh, in the in the plane. Uh, like, I immediately recognized that they're a Survive With Friends team. And uh, yeah, it puts me up, like they were like rank one and two rank twos and one rank, like, I think it equals out to eight or something, but all sub rank 10. Mm-hmm. players and like chase them around i didn't get a single kill i hooked all of them twice but i didn't get a kill right mostly because uh i i like could have hooked two of them for the third time but i just sort of let them go and went and found the other person uh found the other two to get my uh my second hook on them Anyway, as as we're running for the air, air exit, they are uh, they're like full block body blocking, sweaty spaghetti cunts, like just fucking taking hits and popping their fucking sprint bursts and all this kind of shit uh, as much as they can. And like they all start teabag at the fucking exit gates. All of them, like. Right on the fucking edge of it, they're teabagging their fucking tits off, and then we get out, uh, and I hit GG, and I'm typing no need for the teabag, but they all, they're like before, before I even get that out, they're like you are fucking shit, uh, and lol, you're so shit, uh, lol, zero kills, you're so shit, but they can see the fucking score scoreboard. I was fucking rank 20 and they were like one of them's rank one. The one fucking talking shit's rank one. What the fuck is going on there? First of all, why am I being put up against fucking rank ones as a rank 20? What the fuck is going on there? And second of all, why are they being cuts about it? What is wrong with these people? I uninstalled it. I've uninstalled Dead by Daylight. I'm fucking done with that game, man. Like, if that's what people are like and if that's the games that I'm going to get, if I'm just gonna have to play against fucking sweaty spaghetti cunts, I did play another game and they weren't like they were. It was sweaty. It was again another really sweaty game against a bunch of rank five players. Um, but they were they were all cool at the end. One of them was like, "Oh, thanks for not, uh, thanks for not uh, third hooking me or whatever the fuck it is." They say I don't know. Um, third, yeah. 
three hooking. Thanks for not three hooking or something like that because I did the same thing again. I just get two hooks on everyone and then I go for the fucking murders. Anyone who gets caught after that is dead zone. Um, and I got like one kill in that one. I like again. I don't really care about kills. I'm just trying to spook people as much as humanly possible. But they were all cool in the second game. I still uninstalled it because I just reflected on that first game. I'm like, yeah, if people are going to be cunts, what the fuck is the point? Right? Like, and yeah, why is like, I don't want to be a part of a fucking, of a, a game where that's how people are. If, if like, that's, that's the fucking default fucking attitude. This is just be as big a bag of dicks as possible. And also, if every single fucking one of these games is going to be the sweatiest experience of my life. And obviously, I'm tanking myself by not getting as many kills as possible. Uh, which I think is about all you can fucking do. Uh, really, it's the only... Like, I... It was just random, right? I can't have been skill-based match made yet two games in having um, not played for a little while i'm not sure if there's a um like a sort of you know f that you play five games and then it tries to figure out where you go i'm pretty sure from what i remember it's using your um you've already got like some sort of mmr in there um and it's it's basing it off of that but it's also um it, on the killer side it is also individually based on each killer so if, yeah. if all you're playing is pyramid head yeah pyramid head you've probably hit the ceiling for pyramid head on the mmr um because there is a point where you'll get to a ceiling in that game um they haven't said what it is but the, the, i think their their point is if they if they have an unlimited ceiling then um, they'll get to a point where people's games will just take too long in certain regions to find an actual, you know, a match to go with it. Um, so they've sort of capped certain areas where you can't go, uh, you know, there's a point where you just can't go any higher. Um, and that may change at some stage. But um, yeah, it's got nothing to do with the uh, um, the ranking system anymore. You actually can't see your MMR. Uh, the ranking system was purely just based off of how much you're playing in that specific season. Um, and then at the end of the season, you get blood points depending on where you fall. Um, so yeah, you, you could be, like you said, you, you jumped in as a rank 20 or whatever it's reset you as playing up against people that are still playing. But because your matchmaking for Pyramid Head is so high, you're still getting put up against those people. Yeah. Um, Whereas on the previous season, or the previous way the matchmaking would work is it was based on the ranking system. So if people, if I didn't play for two months and then came back in, I'd have to go through just destroying people for, I don't know how many games until I got back up to like rank one. Yeah, um, if you cared so to get to that, right? Yeah. I guess that's the thing, right? Like, because I don't care to get to rank one. I just want to play the games against like where I'm just fucking freaking people out and mm -hmm. s like smacking them with the, the trail through walls and like shit like that, like really fucking 
spooking them, getting getting them while they're on a fucking generator on two walls away and fucking blapping them. Because I think that's fucking spooky and scary in the fucking heart of the game. And it seemed like that's that they like directly were incentivizing that play style. And yeah, this MMR is completely divorced from that sort of system. Like it's it's a complete different thing. Like it just doesn't play that way. It, it plays like I, what I should have done in that first game and the second game really is killed everyone immediately. Mm-hmm. Like the moment I, I well, like fucking tunneled, first of all, I should have tunneled the fuck out of like whichever one was fucking. One of them. Yeah, yeah. one of them. It, remove them from fucking game uh-huh, and then done it to the next one. Like mm-hmm. this, like especially as Pyramid Head, there's absolutely nothing lost from tunneling the fuck out of people. He he's so much, so much better if you remove people from the equation. Because I mean, obviously you can hit multiple people with the fucking trail, but it's it's not that useful. Uh, it's, and it's it's a random skill shot. Like it's a very yeah. strong. And he's line. very good at tunneling because you can put the um, uh, I keep thinking it's called chains of chaos. Uh, you put the chains on them. And oh no, then the, even- the trail. The trail is the fucking the barbed wire, right? Uh, the I don't know what the fucking swipe move is. Yeah, uh, but, but if yeah. you if if you make them run through the barbed wire, yeah, um, you can then send them off into the cage, and yeah. it doesn't like if they've got decisive strike. Yeah, you don't have to pick them up, so you can just <laughs> send them off to the cage every time. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to pick them up, uh, and it doesn't trigger a bunch of their other fucking like uh unless they change that i mean they they fucked him in other ways so maybe they've changed that as well it doesn't trigger a bunch of their other like hooked perks as well so uh if they get if you hit someone when they're getting someone out of the cage it doesn't trigger that fucking thing where they're both invincible and stuff so yeah like you can fuck do that shit all day uh yeah but i don't want to play that way i don't want to play that game i don't want to fucking hyper it's not a fucking esports game there's no part of this fucking game that is ready for esports it's less ready for esports than i would say even PUBG was ready for esports like uh, why would they make it into a fucking esports experience it doesn't make any fucking sense yeah i i think it's just got to do with their um their matchmaking is just the the i think the matchmaking is probably fine um it's the way that they're sort of getting their data and saying all right this person is this ranking because of these things that they've done and the way that they're figuring out mmr from what we can tell is that they're basing it purely off wins and losses and that is it and the way what constitutes a win a win for a survivor is getting out yeah a win for a killer is getting a kill a single kill no, no. Um, I think it's two kills. It might be... It could be two kills. I think it's two kills. Um, I've seen it somewhere. But that is what is constituting a win. And I think that's wrong. Like, Because the, the game is not about that. The, the, as a survivor, the game is not about getting out. I mean, it is about getting out, but if they need to have it based off of blood point... of um, you know your, your points during the game because that is telling you how well somebody's doing. If if I do four generators and a fucking I run this killer for um you know 5 minutes and 
and I die and the entire other team does one generator between them yeah. and they leave and I've got 10,000 more points than them technically yeah. they've won yeah and you without lost, doing yeah. anything and I think that is where the issue comes into play is that it's, well, it's, it's ranking people wrong that's exactly like that's ex- like literally in my review on GameSpot. Like I I specifically wrote that the blood points system of measuring success and failure was exactly what made Dead by Daylight work, right? That because that directly incentivizes both killer and survivor to do more interesting things, like to play in a more interesting fashion and to play in a way. Like because you can get more points by unhooking, right? But if if you're only if you play like your only fucking goal is to escape, just bring a fucking key into every goddamn game and wait for the fucking hatch to pop, and that's They've it. They've really fucking... changed that now as well. Oh, have they? <laughs> they just changed it this last really? patch where like that that hatch doesn't spawn anymore unless you're the last. Um, it used to what it used the way it used to work was when there was a certain amount of people left and certain amount of generators um then it would spawn depending on what that number was so if there was like two people left and there was one generator yep. then the hatch would spawn on the map the killer would be able to see it they'd be able to defend it if there was a key now it only spawns if there's one player in the match left um and it only spawns when like as soon as that second player dies that's when it spawns so you have no idea where it is and also it takes time to open the hatch now as well um so they can't oh, wow. just leave straight away which is uh, yeah i can it's good it's a lot better <laughs> yeah oh, and also if you open it um there is uh it's got like 10 seconds before it closes so if there is someone else in the match with you like oh, you know, all the just... generators being completed and that sort yeah. of thing it'll close after 10 seconds they can't just stand yeah, right. there um well okay well regardless like i guess my broader point is still the same like if you're direct, like directly incentivized to just fucking, like you could still do that. You could still hide in a fucking locker for an entire game while the rest of your fucking team gets walloped, and then just fucking find the the hatch and escape. If that's your only metric for success, then like yeah, it's just a massive fucking mistake. It's just hmm. fucked because they had a good system. They had like I just don't understand why they would fucking change that. The blood point system worked. And like I, I look obviously my sample size is disgustingly low, but I don't know. Maybe that's why. That's that's what incentivizes people to be more fucking toxic. Maybe like having to play fucking constantly sweaty games makes people more fucking toxic. Because I don't know. I never like I was just fucking obviously tilted by yeah. uh, by people being shitty. When, I don't know, it, it, it's also, it's very annoying because I could have just fucking killed them. And I, but I don't want to play that fucking game. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just shit. They've ruined the game. I th- yeah, I think that they definitely made the matchmaking better. Um, before, because before it used to be just based off of how much you play. And I, I I'd win like... 90% of my games where I was 4K-ing people. Yeah. Uh, that's not happening anywhere near as much anymore. Like, it's a, they've definitely f- gotten to a point where the skill is more on, in line. Um, but in saying that, 
like I'm having to be on my fucking game every single game that I play and usually like a couple minutes in I can tell whether or not I'm in a like a super sweaty game or if it's just going to be like okay I can sort of take this one a little bit easier yeah Um, and uh whereas before it was like 90 percent of the games i could just like fucking i i knew i'd be okay um so they've definitely fixed there's like a better matchmaking system in there it's just that um yeah now it's just sweaty like every time (laughs) every time you get in there as opposed to it being like oh now it's not like a you know a scary um trying to have fun with survivors now it's just like belting trying to belt everybody and getting looped all the time and that sort of thing so yeah, yeah. Uh, but i th- think their biggest problem is they've got to change the matchmaking stuff based off of blood points as opposed to this win-loss system that apparently that's how it's working they're saying there's other factors involved but um i don't believe it so yeah it's uh yeah it's i mean i'm still playing i'm playing a lot more survivor these days just because like I, I do, I'll do my dailies and that sort of thing and jump in and I'll play whatever, you know, dailies I need to do for killer. I'll maybe play a couple of games as killer. I'll just random whoever. Um, yep. But I've been playing survivor a bit more just because like, I don't want to be playing sweaty games Yeah. every single, and I'd rather fucking loop a killer at that point. <laughs> like, yeah. If I'm the one that's going to get fucking looped for two Someone's minutes. it has got to get looped. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be the other person. Yeah. Not me. Yep um but anyway i like there's some good changes they made in this last patch from a um from a like looking forward in the future um which i think is really good um one of them is one sec the um the uh the ability to sort of identify problems and not fix them but put a band-aid on them pretty quickly and uh one of those is this uh michaela who is a new survivor they've just put in she's a witch um and she's able to turn totems in the game into boons which give the survivors buffs one of them is a uh, an ability to uh hide the footstep sorry not footsteps the scratch marks of yeah 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 yeah. which is really cool all using that (laughs) <laughs> yeah um yeah like you can um you can only place one of those at one time as her but if you've if you've got a couple of people that are running uh her ability you can sort of spread them out a little bit yeah um and it allows the survivors to see where they are on the map and so if they do get in trouble they can run over and and um sort of hide their scratch marks i think it's a really cool system i've been having some fun with that one uh the second one she's got is the circle of healing and uh that allows players in the radius of the boon to heal themselves without a mag kit um which is is pretty cool uh the problem there is they've got a bug where the game was crashing when certain things were happening with that specific perk and so they've got a system in there now where they can just disable it um they don't have to like roll out like a new patch or you know wait a week and a half to, to get that pushed through or anything like that and they can just do it on the back end which is good um the problem is that this they rolled out this character and she hasn't basically worked for a week and a half now yeah um because they disabled one of her perks you i remember 
they they were having these problems a while back where and i talked about it on here of, of like rolling out characters and um one of them was the twins i remember in particular where like all three of their perks didn't work the way they were supposed to and they rolled it out anyway of being yeah. like here are the three perks this this new killer's got and uh two of them don't work at all one of them half works and like yeah. that was just it here you go and rolled it out and i was like you're fucking kidding like that is yeah. insane um uh and there there's still a point where they're rolling things out and they've got a qa problem over there where they just they've got a schedule of when these things need to go out and they get to a point where they're coming out broken um and so rather than trying to fix their qa problem they've got this system in place where they can just disable things when they don't work i think that's that's good when exploits uh, are recognized and that sort of thing but at the same time they need to really sort out their qa over there and like there's a test environment i don't understand like it's it's one of those classic like completely pointless test environments where it just sort of exists for no reason right because they never do anything with it the like it gets pushed to the test environment and then they fucking don't use any of the information they received I th- they're using it but they're using it it's giving them a jump start when they need to roll out these patches on all across all the platforms because that's how it's it's matchmaking uh, the crossplay works and so they're getting and though that extra two weeks to by the time this thing rolls out they've already submitted the patch for certification and then it'll come out in like a week and a half and so that's where they're getting that buffer the problem is that this shouldn't be happening at all anyway yeah like they should be rolling this test thing out you know six weeks beforehand or something like that yeah as opposed to three weeks beforehand um because it's happening way too much where like they had just disabled a bunch of maps recently like four maps you couldn't play offerings for um they end up fixing them and then this last patch they put out the maps are still working but the offerings there must be some sort of bug with offerings they've disabled like five offerings for maps as well um so yeah it's just it's kind of annoying when like you're selling a character or you're putting a character that people can buy and you know she comes with three abilities and one of them doesn't work like yeah it's just awful yeah uh anyway anyway. but i've been using her the last week and i don't know i like i like the boon shadow step it's just fun to fuck around with yeah yeah it's pretty annoying (laughs) yeah um but apart from that like i'm playing it a lot differently now and i think that they need to sort out matchmaking at this point it's and it it could also be a case of we're a smaller um pool over here and so we're just like it's trying to find people and being like whoa all right we'll put you up against these people that have three thousand hours because you're good at this like you've already uninstalled it but my recommendation would be to like try one of the other characters you don't play much well, I mean, if, if I were to reinstall happened. it, I wouldn't be playing Pyramid Head anymore because they fu- like the timing is all off and it's really fucking annoying. The only they, thing they changed that they I remember is the um, when you put down the rites of passage, they've <sighs> now put a rites of passage. That's what's called. They've put a um, a cooldown on when you can swing. No, which they've definitely, definitely, definitely slowed down the time it takes for him to fucking do the stab into the ground. Like it's much slower. 
Like significantly slower. I guarantee you they did this. I guarantee it. I have to look into it. I don't remember. I, I remember, not and the one that I, I they absolutely right. needed to change was where you could put the rites of passage down, um, and when you were chasing someone, you could just follow them around, and if you caught up to them, you could just swing straight away. They've now put a cooldown on that, so when you lift it up, you can't swing anymore. You've got to wait, whatever it is, yep. one or two seconds, and then hit them. Uh, which, yeah, I agree with that change. I don't know what the other one is you're talking about. I don't remember. I, I I've only played him once recently. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, it feels bad. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's... Um, have you got any scratched mirrors for Michael Myers? That's the one where you can see through the walls. Uh, probably too. I've got loads of stuff for Michael Myers. He's my only yeah. other 50 killer. Yeah, but but also I wonder if you jump into that and it's still sweaty games because you've played a bunch of him. I don't know. I, I have. Yeah. Yeah. Like I definitely notice a difference when I jump in and I'll play like um who am I not? Who don't I, I don't play much like Huntress. Um and like you can just straight away sort of see the different games that you get. Uh but I'm at the point now where I've sort of I, I play a lot of everybody. Um yeah. that I feel like I'm sort of hitting the ceiling at, at all of these different characters. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I hope they sort of fine tune that because that would be good. Mm. Um. All right. Anything else you want to add on that? Or no. Let's move on. Okay, we can move on. Uh, let's keep going. Here we got Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy is out now. This is a Square Enix game. Um, doesn't really have anything to do with their latest, their other game, Marvel's Avengers, which was a Square game. Um. That was a like a games as a service sort of thing where it was a mix of a single player game with multiplayer elements in it and like a you know going for the destiny type style of game, um, which was kind of weird. I like I think that that game had some cool ideas and the it started off really strong and then it just fell into this really bland like like they kind of had something cool going and then they're like, well, how do we make money off of this? Let's make it this other sort of thing instead. And that's where it really divided a lot of people. Um, yeah. Because there are parts of that game where like the actual story missions, the the main crux of that it felt like this was, could have been an actual game were really cool and fun. And then these other bits in there where it was like going off and doing side these bland side missions, um, these open area things, going destroying a bunch of crates that just felt like uh, this is where their Destiny style clone was sort of, I don't know, shoved into it at the last minute. Um, yeah. To try and make, try and do something with it. And that's where I was like, oh, it's, this isn't good. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, so yeah, they've got a, another game in the pipeline, which is Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and I only just found this out recently today. Um, the director on the game is the same director that did Deus Ex, Human Revolution, and um, Mankind Divided. So the last day, last two Deus Ex games that were really good. Yeah, right. um, it's basically based off of the, I'd say maybe a mix of the comics and MCU. Um, it's not. It's not tied to the 
MCU in any way, as far as I can tell. But they are definitely taking inspiration from drawing that, inspiration. You know? Yeah, yeah. The um, you know, having the James Gunn esque soundtrack, um, really leaning into the the comedy, the very similar style comedy in the game. Um, but I think the rest of it is uh, obviously taken from the twenty. I don't know, 13, something like that, comic book series. And um, where you're playing as uh, Peter Quill, Star-Lord, and it is a linear um, story-driven game with action and puzzle platforming elements mixed in. You are, um, you're playing as Peter and, uh, or Star-Lord, and it seems like it's, from the vibe I'm sort of getting, it's uh, it seems like they're newly formed, like they've only been together a, a little bit. Um, from the discussions that it's sort of like the banter that they're throwing backwards and forwards, um, but you're like learning about these characters and um, sort of getting to know their backstory. They've already sort of become the guardians of the galaxy. That is their like call sign, and they're running around trying to make money and that sort of thing and um yeah and so you start off in this game and it's basically a um you know you start in a level and you complete the level and then you go to the next mission and it's you know it's not an open world game you're not selecting where you want to go you're not running around and um you know it's very different to the sort of games that we've it reminds me a lot of like a um i don't know what do we see recently like ea's um uh, Star Wars game where you're the Jedi. I can't remember it anymore. Fallen um, Order. Yeah, Fallen Order or like a sort of Uncharted where each one is based like in chapters or even Last of Us where it's, it's you know, you, you're running, you've got a specific area you're supposed to be in and run around and complete missions and that sort of thing. Yeah. And that's what they're doing here with this one. And so it's it's completely different from that Marvel's Avengers game. It was an, sort of an open world-esque um, selecting missions and going off. This is very focused on the story and the characters and putting you in situations and trying to make decisions. Um, it's not as linear as, uh, you know, where where it's just you're going from point A to point B and you're getting to listen to dialogue and that sort of thing. It is your, from what I can tell, and because I haven't played it multiple times, I'm only like three hours in, you are making decisions in the game where it's like, hey, Rocket will remember that or... Um, or, or like uh, you know you're talking to someone or to two people and like siding with one person as opposed to the other and that'll make something else happen in the future a little bit different to give an example um, I was on a mission where I needed to get across a vast gap that was uh, that was sort of we couldn't cross right and uh, and so the decision was made to throw rocket across like I think it was Drax just picked him up and just like threw him across the ravine, told him to tuck and roll. Um, and he gets over there and he's fucking pissed. Like he's yelling and all that sort of thing. And it says up in the corner, like Rocket is furious um, that you've thrown him across this thing. And uh, But he eventually gets the bridge and he hacks the thing that's over there, makes the bridge long. You get to another section later on and he's like, no, fuck you. It's like the same thing. And he's like, I'm not doing it. And so you have to find another way to get yeah. around that section um and so i thought like that sort of stuff is kind of neat 
Um, so there is some decision making there. There was some choices I need to make at the beginning that I've sort of seen like play out a little bit. And I'm curious, like, what if I made the other choice? Like, how would that then affect yeah, that? Right. So it is, yes, it is linear in terms of you going from, you know, mission to mission, but there are choices you can make in between that yeah. look like they're affecting either the story uh, and also elements of the gameplay, which is cool. Like, it sounds a little bit like, I mean, you said the Deus Ex director, right? It sounds a little bit like the way they handle choice in, in the Deus Ex sequels. Yeah. You know, not... Yeah. Um, yeah, and so the other main uh, aspect of the game is the combat. And the combat is interesting in terms of... It's like a weird mash between a bunch of different games. Um, you're purely playing as Star-Lord who has dual-wielding weapons. Um, uh, and I'm playing on... I switched across to controller. It feels uh, pretty good with the controller, so I'm using that on PC. And um, use your triggers to shoot. Um, you can use the other trigger, left trigger, to lock onto a target. Um, and he is basically firing his guns and you're um, taking down the health of enemies. Once the ammo or the, the weapon overheats it's got like an active reload system in it they've just introduced a couple fights in um, we're now like you can quickly reload and, and do more damage that sort of stuff uh, and so you are damaging enemies but also there's like a stagger meter on there as well so if you are facing a certain type of enemy that has a lot of health and um, you're not doing much damage there's a stagger bar and eventually if you fill the stagger bar they'll fall over or something like that and then it allows you to do more damage and that sort of thing um and then while this is all happening it's a third person action game while this is all happening you're able to control the other characters so there's drax there's gamora there is rocket there is groot um who have unique abilities um for instance like i can one of the ability each one i've only got uh, one ability unlocked for each character so far but like groot he's able to um entangle other enemies and stop them from moving around and when he does that it puts like a damage modifier on enemies um and so you can sort of start chaining combos around um gamora is able to use her sword to slash at people um drax is able to like pick up things in the environment and throw them at enemies or or just like i've seen him jump on the backs of larger enemies and like just start bashing them and that sort of stuff um, and so while you're doing this, you're accumulating some sort of score bar. Uh, so the more things you kill um, and the quicker you do them, you're getting like experience as well. And that's how you're earning your leveling up system. Uh, and, and so you're, you're starting off in this point where it's sort of very action heavy, like just kind of pressing button combinations chaining these abilities with your other team members and then they started they've just started throwing in like elemental attacks as well um some things uh have weaknesses to like frost damage and then you've got to try and figure out like which weapon you should be using um some things are better to melee attack with as opposed to just shooting them so there's like a there's a little bit of depth that's going on but 
it kind of seems a little too easy at the same time. Like all I'm doing is kind of just holding down the trigger button and shooting things and um, prioritizing what I should be killing and, um, you know, you know, getting the ads first or the smaller things or, uh, you know, trying to figure out like which, which enemies I should be dealing with first as opposed to what's causing me problems or killing weak spots and enemies and that sort of thing. Um, and so like, I think is interesting stuff that's going on but I feel like it's going to get to a point where because all I'm doing is holding the trigger button down and shooting stuff with a gun, um, it might feel a bit repetitive over time. Like they yeah, are throwing it's, it's in enough like mechanically in. different yeah. for you, even if it's evolving on screen or something. And it looks cool. Like, yeah. Like when you're chaining combos and like, you know, Drax is jumping on the back of someone and you hit another button, which there's, there's moments where it'll like pop on the screen and, and uh, you can quick time event something and that'll cause one of the other characters to go and do some sort of move. Like this, it looks cool while it's all going on. It reminds me a lot of, now I'm thinking about it, that uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts where like the gameplay in that was just so fucking easy. But when things will pop it off, it just like you're like, fuck, this looks awesome. Um, yeah. But it's just like eh, at the end of the day, you're just hitting the one button. <laughs> it's that interesting balancing act, right? Between making it interesting enough or like mechanically complex enough for it to be interesting to play, but also not dragging people's uh focus away from mm. all the flashy shit happening on screen. Yeah. Because if you if you make it too complex, if you like that was always a problem that I found with like the Devil May Cry games, right? You got so lasered in on trying to get like keep your combo up that you yeah. sort of missed how awesome everything fucking looked. Yeah, yeah. Until you reached like a like a peak point of mastery where you could sort of keep your combo up without having to pay attention. Yeah. But like you you that's a huge trade-off. A lot of people don't like I think a Marvel game might be better served by being visually interesting and, and mechanically simple mm. rather than like complex and expecting players to lift to its level. Sorry. Yeah. Because the thing that is done, which I think is really interesting, it surprised me in terms of its combat. Like the like what it's doing in the combat i'm like every time they add an extra element i'm like yeah, that's cool that's cool but at the same time I'm like it's still pretty simple like it's it's adding stagger meters and elemental effects and um there's a moment where like if you kill uh enough things you you build, build like an ultimate ability and you can call like a team huddle and everybody it's a stylistic like everybody runs into the screen and uh characters are talking to you and they're saying specific keywords and then you need to talk back to them and uh sort of like match them it gives you like three options and if you choose the correct one then you get a boost during the the actual combat like you're doing more damage or um you can revive team members that are down and that sort of thing but you need to pick the right one and if you don't pick the right one then you might only get the boost damage for yourself or you know your boost damage might not happen but you revive one person or something like that um so it like it's doing all these cool things but at the same time i'm thinking it's pretty like it's going to get to a point where it seems like it's kind of repetitive and still simple like it yeah. looks like it's adding all this stuff on the top of it um but it's still like uh, pretty basic as to what it's doing um 
but you know, it looks, I think it's look, it looks cool at that point. Um, and then, so from, you know, you're doing this combat stuff, you're owning uh, experience. There are um, workbenches you can go to that you can um, like modify your abilities and traits. Um, you know, I'm able to jetpack and f- or use his like jet boots, fly around during combat. Um, you can unlock extra abilities for you to do. I haven't unlocked extra abilities for the other team members yet, but I've started unlocking stuff for Star-Lord. Um, there are puzzle mechanics in the game of like, you'll get to a point and it could be, I don't know, there's like a, um, something on the wall that I needed to get to and trying to figure out how do I get up to that thing? And the solution could be to like shoot this part of the environment. It'll drop a block down and then. I've got to command Drax to pick up the block and then he moves it over to this spot. I tell him to put it over here. And then I tell Gamora to jump on the wall and use her sword to like embed herself into the wall. And then I climb up on the block and then I use Gamora as like a stepping stone type thing. And then she like flings me up into the next platform. And then all of a sudden, like that is the solution, that puzzle. But also like I can point at the stepping stone for other people and tell rocket to try and pick it up and he'll be like are you kidding me type thing um yeah. or like gamora is like what am i supposed to do with that i can't do that and so you're like sort of solving things within the environment and telling um you know group to build you a bridge or do certain things with the environment and that sort of stuff so there's this thinking involved um and then on top of that the writing is really good um surprisingly there's tons of dialogue in this game like because you're constantly well as far as i've played so far you're sort of with other people for the most part of it like the banter is on point it is they're always talking to each other um and either in a positive way or a negative way you can egg them on um i don't know if it's making any difference at all but like you'll be running around the environment it'll pop up with dialogue choices um, you can answer them. You don't have to answer them. You don't have to engage with the system, but it's there. And you can, you know, they might be giving Drax shit about something. And you can either encourage them and lean into that or like try and boost their morale and tell them to, you know, let's focus on the mission type thing. Um, so even though it is like, or you can just not say anything and just let them yap on with each other. Uh, so I think that is, you know, cool. Um, you go exploring into you know alleyways that lead to nowhere but you'll find certain things down there that allows you collectibles that sort of and they'll comment on that like where are you going like there's nothing down there type thing and then they'll give you crap for oh you found something hidden in the corner type thing you know um so they're always like talking where and like yeah they're always like constantly talking and, and it's not i haven't heard anything repetitive yet um which is cool and they're like they're they're talking about like there's a mission where i'm going to this um this giant castle thing and they've uh, they've landed their ship like quite a ways off and you're supposed to go to this castle thing and they're constantly just giving you shit about your your you know how far away they are and and that sort of thing and then eventually like there's a payoff to that um a really good payoff to it and yeah i think that just the writing itself is really good like there's moments where i've i've laughed about what's going on and they just like on point with the making you feel like you're with other people as opposed to just 
it being AI and just running around, like it feels like they're there with you constantly. Um, and they're always, they've always got something to say, um, which I think is really cool. Um, yeah, man, like this game has surprised me a lot. I wasn't really thinking it was going to be much. Um, I'm it's, it's janky. It's got some jank in it. Like I'm not saying it's an eight, <laughs> like it, I'd probably, I don't know. I haven't played a lot of it, but so far, like the movement, the platforming is a little bit like funny, the way you sort of jump off the, the ground and move around. Um, there's weird like graphical glitches that are going on game looks really pretty runs amazingly on pc i'm running at like 1440p everything on high ray trace reflections i think it's doing ray trace shadows as well i've got all that whacked on i'm getting like 100 frames um yeah it looks great uh the some of the environments can be a little bit sort of bland um but there are like that very first sort of level it looks cool stylistically it looks awesome it's got there's like this purple gooey stuff that's going on um but yeah it's the some of the ones that i've just done it's kind of like eh, this is like a generic alien planet um with some spaces that seem like there's just not a lot going on and then you get to other parts where you're like fucking hell there's just so much detail in this room um so it's it's just a weird balance of like i think what i think I don't know what the budget was for this game, but it seems like like it's not on the Spider-Man level budget, right? Where they've just had fucking Sony money and Marvel money thrown yeah, at them. Like yeah. it seems like they've done a pretty good job with what they were given. It's um you know, clearly there are issues with the gameplay and the you know, it doesn't it's a little bit janky, but there are parts where they've just done like a phenomenal job. Um in terms of the the writing and the um you know at least making this game interesting like it's something that's different to a lot of the shit that i've played this year like the generic fucking far cries of the world um like this feels like something that's they sat down and they thought about like how can we do something that's a bit more interesting and so i'm i'm enjoying i'm surprisingly enjoying it from what i've played so far i don't know if it's going to get too repetitive um later on or if the combat is just going to bore me to death but at this point like i'm having fun with it um, yeah and i can see its flaws but yeah i yeah. was i i was I've, I've been pretty skeptical about it since yeah day dot but uh i'm intrigued i mean i think 90 bucks is a bit too steep for me I didn't so, pay ninety bucks. I got it from somewhere else. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, I did buy it though. Well, of course. Um, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. That, that seems too steep for something that I'm intrigued to buy. Mm. Uh, but like, yeah, it sounds interesting enough that I think I'll check it out eventually. Yeah, Just, I would wait until you. I'll let you know yeah, how it pans yeah. out. That's that's sort of what I figured because. <laughs> at this point like like it just it's a good looking game too like the um in terms of the like facial animations like the faces look really good um there's a couple of moments where people are talking you're like oh that's a bit like your mouth is moving in weird places but for the most part the character models are done really well um everybody kind of looks really cool rocket is i would say rocket and groot are like the two that you look at and you're like oh yeah they look like rocket and Groot from the 
cartoon from not the cartoon the comic and or the mcu because they're like the two characters that you sort of can't really change much yeah but gamora looks different uh quill looks different drax yeah. looks doesn't quite look like batista but you get the idea rocket yeah. is like exactly the same <laughs> um and you can unlock uh costumes and things that make them look like the mcu equivalents um or comic certain comic book equivalents but uh yeah absolutely surprised me i am uh i'm enjoying it even though i can see its flaws because there are definitely flaws so i'm gonna keep playing it i'll bash it out over this weekend hopefully get through it and uh report back next week what i think of the how it pans out so yeah absolutely surprising me this one cool all right what else awesome. we got? age of empires 4 Age of Empires 4 is out tomorrow? Today? I have no idea. What number? Uh, it's out. It's out by the time you're listening to this. I think, I think. Yeah, by the time people hear this, it'll be out. Uh, if you've got Game Pass, then you can get straight into it. Uh, we're back. I'm back to shilling hard for Game Pass because it's fucking awesome. And, oh, uh, how much money did they give you to say that? Zero. Zero dollars. But they did give me a big box of Wallalos, uh fucking Cheerios, a crazy Age of Empires 4 branded box, which is pretty pretty funny. Um anyway, uh I've been playing Age of Empires 4 for a while, for a couple of weeks. Um, and obviously uh we all played it together when they did like beta weekends and stuff like that. Um this is the I I was playing the review build. Um so I, I yeah, I guess I could talk more i i wrote a review on the gapodcast.com you can go read that if you're so inclined but uh if you don't like reading you can just listen to me yap about it um the like it's it's an inch like the the total experience of age of empires 4 uh it's sort of it's interesting because the betas pretty much gave me everything i wanted out of Age of Empires 4. So all the finished version of the game really added was shit that I didn't very much want, mm-hmm. right? When I play Age of Empires, I want to play, essentially, I want to play skirmishes. I want to play a skirmish against AI or with friends against AI. I don't really want to play PvP because I'll just get fucking clopped. Uh, and I don't... I I was intrigued to play the campaign but it wasn't my main draw, like drive for playing age empires you know like that's not why i play age empires i don't really care too much about it uh i don't really care too much in general for single player campaigns in rts's um i don't know why i just don't um although company heroes 3 has got me fucking going i guess because it's doing something interesting mm-hmm. with that big campaign map and shit anyway so the campaign in age empires 4 i guess is the main big thing that it it, like the main differentiator between just playing random skirmishes uh which you've experienced already and i don't think it's great i think it's it's like half of it is fantastic right It, it does these fucking videos that i think are brilliant they talk through the history of the scenario that you're about to play through 
and they like they they go real deep on some shit like how to build your own fucking bow and and shit like that like just completely unnecessary but really fucking interesting or how horse archer like stabilize themselves shit like that um but they yeah it's kind of divorced from the actual gameplay experience themselves it's it's the sort of thing right that it, it's i would watch i would probably watch these videos on youtube like if i i was eating my lunch at my desk and i had like 15 minutes or like 10 minutes i don't think any more any of them are over fucking 10 minutes long um and i had a couple of minutes i'd like i would subscribe to a youtube channel and watch a bunch of these because they're just sort of bite-sized grabs of fucking history that i find really interesting uh and they, the way they're done is sort of at the same time they feel high production but you can tell they were cheaply made and mm. it actually sort of works right like i, I think it's really it, cool wouldn't it be better it if they were drunk if <laughs> well obviously at all <laughs> times uh and if i was drunk but um then you get into the campaign itself and it's sort of set up what's about to happen but not really right because uh, then it just sort of dumps you into this rts hmm. and you've got a bunch of troops and like you know it starts off really fucking basic with you've just got troops drag and click and then right click to tell them to all move into the fucking front line right and that's about it uh but after that it sort of evolves into something better resembling the age of empires experience but it takes fucking ages mm -hmm. to get there and a lot of it involves moving from one area to the next and capturing some some land and then moving to the next area and like while you're there once you've captured like a little township you are able to uh like build stuff you you can make your own villages and you can gather resources and play fucking age empires but uh like it doesn't tell you in a lot of cases that you need to do this stuff and it doesn't tell you really what you're supposed to be doing there it just sort of tells you okay well now that you've captured this area go and capture the next uh and i don't i don't think as a teaching experience it's very fucking good like i don't think i need to be taught how to play age empires at least i don't need to be taught how to play the fucking early phases of age empires because that's basically all i really want to play i could probably do with some lessons and what to do once my army gets over a certain size uh and the lesson would probably be job you're not good at micro you go play something else but uh like for the early phases i knew what i had to do and i thought it was a glaring omission in each of these fucking early uh the early campaign for the english the french i, I switched to the uh, mongolian and I, I thought they they didn't do a better job they just weren't they, weren't really trying to teach you how to play anymore but if the french slash english campaign is the tutorialization they do a woeful job mm. of telling you how to do shit like they just flat out 
leave shit out. Like what? Like really early on, I think like mission two or three, you're supposed to capture like York, and you got to destroy this keep in the middle of York to capture it. And basically, the only way to do it is to either continuously pump out troops, uh, which it doesn't tell you to fucking do, uh, or you build a blacksmith uh, and you upgrade your your guys so that they can build siege weapon like so the infantry can build siege weapons and you use that to actually get through it otherwise you you just got loads and loads of troops sitting there constantly throwing fucking little torches right uh you definitely do not by default have enough fucking units uh and even after it tells you to build a handful of units but not nearly enough to actually do something about uh like the amount the forces the size of the forces that you're about to come up against and they're constantly making like the the ai is constantly making new troops as well so you have to outpace them in terms of numbers but it doesn't say any of this shit it does not mention any of this shit and it's only a glaring mission right in the sense that this is supposed to be fucking teaching you about how to play and it and it actually holds your hand through a lot of this basic other shit and so it's it's really a fucking stark mistake for them to not mention using a blacksmith to make siege weaponry or, or building multi like it gets you to build two fucking uh two stables right but you don't build it doesn't ask you to build anything else and you're not getting through these walls with just fucking horsey boys you need other shit and yeah like that's sort of like i use that as an example because you have to play i think it must be the second mission uh you have to play the first two or three missions to unlock the other missions to unlock uh going to, on on the other campaigns um like it caps it like it will not let you go to play the mongolian campaign without playing the first two or three uh and so everyone will wind up playing this mission and so i think it is definitely supposed to be a tutorial i, I like and it, and it's just fucked it's bad like straight up bad and it just doesn't play like age of empires and like all this other stuff uh like it it doesn't really set you up for success. I just think it's a huge mistake. Um, also, I didn't mention this in my review, but it pissed me off a lot. And I don't know, it, it's so minor. It's so minor, but that's that's the good thing about having your own podcast is you can complain about really minor shit. Why would it play these fucking eight minute long videos and not be loading the level in the background? Because it's not doing that. It'll play the fucking... And then you got to sit there fucking 30 seconds while it loads. Which is just ridiculous. I installed it on my fucking C drive. So it's on a... Uh, it's on a fucking Gen 4 M2 drive. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Unless something's changed. It's the fastest Gen 4 M2 drive around. And yet, for some reason, Nate still beat me loading in. Which is just infuriating infuriating he's got it installed on fucking an ssd or some shit i don't know what the fuck is going on there but something is off in that regard um 
In terms of tutorialization, they do have a bunch of challenges that you can do. And the challenges actually really like do a really good job of talking you through a lot of the basics. And you've got these dynamic tool tips uh, they, I know before launch, they talked a lot about how they were going to re- like change how you learn how to play. I don't think they were, I, I think they were unsuccessful to the point where I don't know if they actually implemented any of that system that they were talking about. I just distinctly remember there being a video where they were talking about using AI to change how they teach people how to play RTSs. I don't think that made it into the game. Uh, just because I don't see it, its impact in any way, shape, or form. But uh, like beyond that, the challenge system I think is a really good way of teaching you uh, because it sort of really, really breaks down these small elements. It's like early economy, the early economy challenge, which challenges you to to get to age two by five minutes and 10 seconds, uh, which is unbelievably easy. Uh, But you also have to have 21 fucking villages built, uh, which is not as easy because you need fucking... uh, Like, it takes 20 seconds to build a fucking villager. So either you got to have two town halls out of the question in terms of resources, or you got to be on top of that shit. Uh, And if if you're, like, even a second late with your house... You'll have fucked it. Um, I, I like. I, I'm sure people have got it underneath four, uh, under under five minutes, but me and Nate both finished it with like a second to spare. Um, like that's good. There's late game economy. There's early, uh, no mid game uh, combat and late game combat as well. And like they just, they just, they're good because they straight up chunk out uh, how you fucking how you do elements of the game and i think it's a really i i skipped the fucking late game combat one so i just didn't care but um like i I think it's a really good idea to do it that way as opposed to tutorialization through the campaign because i just think they they fail at, at it in the campaign that's not to say like i said i found the campaign really interesting but I just didn't need the fucking gameplay aspect. And it's got these giant fucking difficulty spikes that are tied to the fact that it doesn't tell you, like it tells you everything until it's not telling you enough. And it's just a, a huge mistake. And it, like it spawns too many fucking enemies and all these kinds of things uh, to the point where I just didn't, like I didn't want to play the campaign on anything higher than fucking easy. Mm. Um, and so I know I will never grow out of playing the campaign. I will never grow as a player by playing the campaign because I'm never going to go to intermediate because I know I'll just get, I'll, I'll just get frustrated by failure. Um, then we move on to skirmish. And yeah, as I said in the fucking, in my review, um, there's definitely a, there's a flaw, right? In my character, that means I'll never fully engage with, with the AJ and buyer's experience. And I don't know. I don't know what the fuck you're supposed to do about that. It's not Age of Empires' fault, right? Uh, it's it's obviously my fault. Um, but what, like, you know, I'm I'm not only going to review the game from my own perspective and based on my own experience. Uh, to do anything else, to pretend like I love 
like in combat, I think would be dishonest to the reader. So I, I just couldn't bring myself to fucking do it. It did make me not want to fucking review it. Like that was my, my first instinct was like, I just won't write a review of Age of Empires 4 because fundamentally my, I don't know, my problem with Age of Empires 4 is that I get bored. It's an RTS game without heroes. I yeah I I get I get I get bored playing this game, but that's a me thing. That's not Age of Empires' fault. However, I do think it does like doesn't help itself in some ways. Like I, I do think it's stuck. It's an RTS game, right? I I think there's a like I said in the review, there's a reason we don't see a lot of RTSs before mm. the. Like games have outpaced them. We still see four X games every other fucking. Like, I think there were three this year. Four fucking have three fucking Civilization style games. We still see loads of those. We still see Total War games, which are probably the closest you get to what the traditional RCS was. But we don't see a new. We don't need like StarCraft. Fucking ruled the world at one point. It was like if you owned a PC, right. You were either a StarCraft guy or a fucking Age Empires guy. Like these were, or Command and Conquer. Like this, this was the fucking. It was me playing Empire Earth Two, off in the background, and everyone just everyone hated that guy. Um, but like RTS is ruled. Everything, everyone played loads of RTSs all the fucking time, uh, and they just dropped off. And I, I do think that they were outpaced they were changed i think jung provided a really interesting perspective in his uh write-up on kotaku.com uh au i should clarify i suppose um where he wrote that you know uh even though they've sped up the early game like it's still not fast enough for him it's still not fast enough for a lot of players like the 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 time it takes to work out whether or not you are completely wasting your time. Like if Jung were to play against me, he would determine that he was wasting his time about four seconds in once he'd like, once his scout had made it over to my base and he'd seen, oh yeah, Job's going to have economy for days. And I don't think he intends on building any kind of defenses. Uh, not until he can make it like aesthetically pleasing. Because that's how I play. I'll make this really pretty base. And I will pump out just enough fucking units to defend my really pretty base. And then I reach I reach mm. a point, 75% of the way in, where I'm just fucking bored. I just don't want to, like, I know all I need to do now. My economy is dominant enough that I can just continuously pump out units. Uh, but I don't care to. And I know I will beat the AI. I would not beat a human because the human is di like diversifying, right? They're diversifying their fucking uh, their resources between building a really pretty base and also building units so that they can send them on skirmishes or uh, they're you know building out their defenses regardless of how pretty it makes their base or whatever the fuck is going on there. And I've just got zero interest in doing that so i wouldn't i know i won't be humans um but yeah i have fun playing against ai and i have fun playing with 
mm-hmm. humans against AI. But I know I'm playing a fundamentally different game to other people. I don't know what you, like, yeah, there's nothing there's nothing really Age Empires can do about that. I was gonna I I left this out, I actually excised it from I'd written a bit about how ultimately, right, what I want is some sort of city skylines mm. where you're constantly being attacked. Oh, which okay. I guess is sort of they are billions, right? I need yeah. the tension of of the uh, the tension of needing defenses of the military aspects, right? Because uh, city skylines are sort of also get bored, bored with eventually as well. Just easy to bore. Maybe I got ADD. Anyway, uh, like yeah, city skylines I get bored with because there isn't the tension of of, of the impending attack. Um, Age Empires I get bored with once I realize or once I feel it's determined that I will definitely win whatever is about to happen. And I feel like I can't expand my base anymore without it sort of just being pointless. Uh yeah. I need something like that billions or what was that new that that Aussie game that came out? Uh like recently. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a terrible name. Age of Age of something. Age of death or something like just the most generic fucking like it's a mobile game name or some shit mm. i need something like that right but with robust base building right what is um because the games i used to like playing is like the caesar games i think they're um like anno 2070 oh, yeah. age of darkness i'll just clarify age real of quick. darkness but, yeah um, yeah, I know. Yeah, did, like yeah, does look. Ubisoft still make? I'm um, they still make them, right? Those games. I think they announced a new one. Yeah, I think recently, maybe like a spacey one. Did they? Maybe not. Uh, I don't know. Eighteen hundred. It came out. It's the latest one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Does that does that have combat in it? I don't, or is it just like a strategy game? I've never played a nano game. Yeah, so I don't know. I've heard good things about them, so I don't know. Yeah, maybe I'll give it a squiz. Um, yeah, my gut says they are billions might be the sort of game that I'd have more fun with. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It never goes on sale, so I'm I'm not inclined to pay sixty bucks for it. Mm. Forty two dollars for it. It's been on my wish list for ages. Yep. Um, but yeah. Anyway, uh like I fully like but that's that's the thing, right? I don't know what what don't we need reviews from people who can admit that they're bad at something? I don't think it's entirely useful. Right? I understand on some level that people don't want to read a review by someone who's like, I'm terrible at fucking shooters. This game sucks because it has too much shooting, right? And so I tried to deliberately avoid saying essentially that about Age of Empires 4. I, I, but I had, I was upfront, I think, in recognizing that I'm bad at the fucking genre. But also I tried to work through why, what, what would they do? Right? What what could they do to lure people like me in? Because there's no question that 
the, the genre has disappeared, mm. in my opinion. Like, it is gone. Maybe I don't, don't think... need to gain, gain, like, not every game needs to be for every single person. 100%. Absolutely. However, it's an entire genre that's disappeared, and it's, it, there, is, there has to be some reason why it, it used to dominate, and it has disappeared. You know, I because mean, now it needs to be, and I think that they were onto something, Command and Conquer Renegades. That's what it needs to be. Fuck yeah. It's an RTS game, but you're the person, you're the little soldier out there. And Hell, like, yes. Like, Battlefield was going in that direction with having like a commander and that sort of thing. Like, they could have went yeah. in some cool spots where it's like, all right, uh, Hell Let Loose does it with like you're building supply stations and all that sort of stuff like the idea of renegades is what if you are the person the soldier on the ground and you can jump around and get in tanks and you got to defend harvesters and all that sort of thing like they turn the rts genre into a first person shooter yeah i thought it was a cool idea it just no one played it <laughs> yeah no i agree uh there was like a fan attempt i swear i saw it uh, a little while ago, CNC Renegade. I don't know. Um, let's see if I can find it. Mm. Like a, a, it was like a mod for maybe Crisis or something. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Petroglyph, maybe. Is that what it's called? Or is that the studio? I don't know. Earthbreakers, it would appear, is being made by Petroglyph. Uh, and, it, and it appears to be basically a Renegades remake. And it is... Is it out? Or is it... Planned release date to be announced. But uh, I'd very much like to, to check it out. Yeah. Keep an eye on it. Looks like it's got cool art style. It's got what? Cool art, cool style. art style. Yeah, it does, yeah. So it's sort yeah. of like cell shaded Yeah. I reckon it looks cute. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. Maybe that comes out and we'll check it out. Um, but, yeah. Anyway. I Yeah. I guess the, good, uh, the other good thing about having a, a podcast is that I can say, like, Something ultimately, <laughs> I know the podcast, uh, I know the review may not be uh, the most useful thing for everyone. Mm. But I do think we should see more reviews like it, as long as the person doing the review uh, keeps at the front, like at the forefront of their mind, the fact that like they have to recognize that they are bad at it, and that and and that like their their experience is limited as a result, or their their like you can only review your own experience, but you also have to be aware that your experience may be limit yeah anyway uh i'm keen to play more age empires now that everyone will have it uh although i worry that people will be like oh i don't want to play with joe because he's just gonna fucking turtle in his base the whole time and i'll have to fucking carry him um i don't have any i don't have a response to that yeah that is what is gonna happen i'm gonna make the prettiest fuck base i'm gonna win the social score as fucking always because uh, I'll have the best fucking base. We still don't. We still don't know what social 
it's got like at the end of a fucking round it, it gives you like four things to rate you on it's like economy military um uh technology and social and we still don't know what the fuck social yeah is for but i win it every time i'm pretty sure it's for having the prettiest base and i don't know how it's able to work out how pretty my base is but i do have very, very pretty bases yeah yeah all right there you go that's age of empires four it's out now on game pass or you can buy it but or, you should probably you just get it. game pass it's on game pass um do it to it all right, that is it. We can do some news now. We can do some news now. What have we got? Um, so this was a rumor last week that Warner Brothers is working on a Smash Brothers style video game. Uh, and then it was, I guess, confirmed by Jeff Grubb. Um, so that it was, yes, it was real. But the rumor at the time, um, I think it appeared on, on Reddit, was that it's, uh, it was being made by Nether- NetherRealm. Um, right. And Jeff Grubb came out and said it's not, uh, but the game is real. Um, I was going to ask you today, who would you like to see in a Warner Brothers style <laughs> Smash Brothers game? But uh, some of the roster leaked this morning, so we can sit here and <laughs> go through them. Um, yep. It's it's going to include uh, some properties: Steven Universe, Adventure Time. It'll have Batman and Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Um, Superman, Wonder Woman, Gandalf from Lord of the Rings, uh, Rick and Morty, Tom and Jerry, Bugs Bunny, Gandalf, and more. It's gonna have Gandalf. Gandalf, yeah. That Does he seems Warner weird. Brothers? Yeah, he's Warner Brothers. Like, yeah. that's pretty weird, right? That's got to be pretty. <laughs> is weird. it? Is it? Would it be weird? Uh, who else you want to see in this game? LeBron James. LeBron James, all right. Yeah, Carmelo Anthony. LeBron um, James. Russell Westbrook. Uh, yeah, just the entire fucking Lakers 2021 roster. Uh, Michael Jordan. Obvs, you know, go all the way in on that shit. Um, is Neo viable? Oh, he, someone have to be, right? Either Neo or Trinity or, I don't yeah. know, like... Morpheus Tank. is probably I feel but I feel like well maybe one of the agents oh yeah Agent Smith yeah what was uh who was the bad guy in Space Jam 2 whatever Don Cheadle Don Cheadle yeah just have Don Cheadle as Don Cheadle um yep uh what else have they got Harry right. Potter is oh that- yeah Harry Potter yeah yep um yeah the kid from Harry Potter I don't know um what else would you have? What what else is a Warner Brothers like property? They got fucking loads, right? But who knows? Uh yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think. What would I'm you go? What's your what's your dream? Edition? Well, I, I think yeah, the obvious ones are probably like Matrix stuff. Yeah. Um Harry Potter's obvious is a big one. Do you, I mean, like thinking about the stuff that is coming out in the future, right? They've got what? They've got a new Mad Max film coming out. Um, they've got new Harry Potter films coming out. Um, 
They've got Matrix, obviously. It, Ghostbusters is not them. That's not Ghostbusters. I am just looking at what Warner Bros. owns, and it mm. appears that they own all of Hanna-Barbera. Right. So, like, fucking Fred Flintstone. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> Making That's his appearance in a game. Genius. Uh, yep. Fucking perfect. Fred Flintstone, George Jetson, fucking... The Kings of Cartoons. They, that's Scooby weird. Doo? Just, Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah. I have Shaggy as the meme version of Shaggy. Um, Yeah. I, I don't know, man. Like, fucking hell. There's fucking... There's lots of stuff there, eh? Mm. But I, I don't know what you'd go for. Where you'd draw the line. Yeah, and it also sort of depends on how... Um... I don't know. Like this, this roster looks pretty cartoony. I don't know if you seen yep. this picture yet. Um, it's it's like Batman animated series and Harley Harley sort of animated series. It doesn't. It's not like the uh, you know the, the Nether Realm sort of take on it. <laughs> uh, and so I don't know if you start going into like the darker uh, properties of like the horror f- properties that Warner has as well. Like that just probably ends up being too too weird so it could be just a lot of casual sort of kids game stuff um yeah which is strange because they've still got like rick and morty on there which is it's not really a kids show no it isn't i've been watching um what's it called solar opposites have you seen Mm. that no it's pretty fucking funny uh if you enjoy rick and morty uh, you'll probably enjoy Solo Opposites. Once you get past the fact that the main character is just Justin Roiland doing Rick voice, which is his favorite voice to do, I guess. Once you get past that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, great. Great stuff. Um, yeah. Anyway, didn't didn't like another Smash Bros. ripoff come out like three weeks ago and immediately died? Like the fucking Cartoon Network one? Oh, really? Spine I didn't hear shit. about it. Came out. Immediately died. I don't know. I don't know if this is necessarily like has any Smash Bros. ripoff ever succeeded? No. 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 I mean they've been entertaining. That PlayStation one was fun. It was. It was entertaining. But the sure. reason why Smash Brothers is so popular is because it's Nintendo. Yeah, that's what it is. They can do whatever the fuck they want at any time. Uh and and people will snap it up. They'll yeah. they'll pay 30 bucks a year for a half-broken Nintendo 64 emulator and they'll defend it to the death till the end of time. They'll be like, oh, what? Oh, you don't like it? You just hate Nintendo. Fuck that shit. Anyway. Moving on. Yeah. Let's move on. Next one, we got Superliminal Group Therapy is a free multiplayer update coming out next week. This is a uh, puzzle game we've talked about recently involving perspective. Um, yeah, that's cool. Maybe we should jump in and check it out. Fuck yeah. Uh, it's like sort of described as a battle royale, but it looks more like just a race, I think. Yeah. I think it's just um, being called a battle royale. But I mean, I'm definitely in to check it out. Right. Uh, so yeah, we'll keep you posted on that one. Next up, we got BlizzCon Line. <laughs> BlizzCon Online. 
uh, has been cancelled. Lisk online, yeah. Or postponed. Um, yeah, so last year they went and did the online version of BlizzCon because of the pandemic. Um, this year they're just flat out like, I mean, it was going ahead. Um, they've now decided to shaft it, put it somewhere else. Can't, yeah. um, planning on doing some sort of like reimagining where they can bring people together again. I don't know. I just don't buy it. I... I feel like they uh, they've copped too much heat recently. <laughs> Trying to go under under the radar for a little while. Yeah, yeah, and um, and yeah, just sort of try and get out of the spotlight because they've been in bad publicity for quite a while now, and um, maybe they just don't have much to show, especially with like you've got their their next big game was supposed to be overwatch 2 and they've had the heads of that leave um they've had the heads of diablo leave like okay um yeah i i just don't uh i mean it's, it's not surprising that this has sort of happened i guess at this point um like yeah it's like i don't know I, I don't know what they probably don't have a lot of fucking announce either so like it's 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 part PR dodging and part fucking oh god we got nothing mm-hmm. push it back yeah. so this was supposed to happen uh, next February and yeah. uh, and at this point I don't know I don't know if they sort of go back to at the end of next year like when is it normally on like August or something like that I think oh. something should some, like I think a lot of people loved BlizzCon. Hmm. Uh I don't know if it was terribly successful as an online event. I think getting together with people was what people really wanted out of it, you know? Yeah. I mean like the PAX online stuff, right? I've I've not watched any of that for the last 2 years cuz I just don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's not why you're going to PAX, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um all right, so we'll uh I guess we'll find out more. I uh, I there was like they're still doing those Diablo updates um every quarter. I've been checking yeah. reading them. Um I think the last one was about sound design. Uh it was very recent they put that out, so I don't know, that's cool. Like I like that sort of stuff that they're doing for the Diablo sort of quarterly updates of just diving into systems and you know this whole fucking idea of video games need to be a secret shits me to no end <laughs> like it's just so fucking frustrating um so I, I mean i enjoy when they you know go behind the scenes and show you how things are working and what's working what isn't working and how they've redesigned systems and that sort of thing uh that stuff is cool uh, and so yeah not being able to see that at a blizzcon disappointing but uh not surprising so uh, next up, we've got Grand Theft Auto Online. Sorry, Grand, Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, has a release date for November 11th, which is very soon. Which is um, really, really soon. Way sooner yeah. than I expected. We sort of talked about this last week, right? Because I didn't know it was confirmed. And now it's coming out in fucking two weeks or some shit. Hmm. Crazy shit. What is even going on? It will literally be out in two weeks. Uh, big test for it. The uh, the only thing that matters is 
whether they managed to secure the rights for the soundtracks. Because uh, otherwise I'll have to make my own fucking soundtracks. Yeah. Just play Spotify. Well, Spotify. <laughs> I mean, in the last couple of fucking Grand Theft Autos, you've been able to just dump MP3 files into a folder mm. and point the radio to play from there. So Yeah, that's smart. Just do it that way. Yeah. If I have to. Or um, if they haven't, I'm sure someone will mod it. Yeah, exactly. That's the, that's the other thing. Uh, the screenshots look awesome. They look really nice. Um, and like I was saying last week, yeah, I, uh, I'll be interested to see how it holds up. Yeah. Stands up against the test of time. I think, I genuinely think Vice City will. And I'll probably, I, I don't think I'll ever play GTA 3 again. Uh, I'll definitely play Vice City again. And I will probably play San Andreas all the way up until the very end when you got that fucking, that fire engine, the fight like right at the end where you're on that fire engine and the checkpoints for that are fucking garbage. Hated it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Cool. All right. We'll see how that one turns out. Interested to uh, jump in and uh, play some games of that. Although it's coming out in a weird time. Uh, yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah. All right. Next up, we got God of War PC has a release date, January 2022. Uh, found out some information about what is going to be involved with that PC version of the game. It's going to have higher resolution shadows, improved screen space reflections, uh, widescreen monitor support, 4K resolution, and uh, DLSS and NVIDIA Reflex support on top of that. Is, uh, is God of War a game you would like to revisit on the PC with all these bells and whistles um, going on? I think, it, I think it'd be one of those ones that would be nice for showing off the power of your, your PC. Uh, but I don't know if... Like, do you need NVIDIA Reflex support in God of War? <laughs> Is, is that really going to fucking change your life? I don't, okay. I don't know. Uh, DLSS, I'm sure it'd be nice. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what about you? What do you think? If, if they send a copy through, yeah, I'll play it. But <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, no. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, like, I've got it on PlayStation anyway, and so I can play it on PlayStation yeah. 5. It's 60 frames per second, 4K, yeah. um, that sort of stuff. I've, you know, I've talked about God of War recently. I jumped in. It'd be a good time to jump in and get a refresher on that story with Ragnarok coming out next year. Um, And I I think I will get to it at some stage again. Like I'm playing through uh, Ghosts of Tsushima at the moment and I'm I'm working my way through that. I jump in a couple of times a week, play a few hours. And um, so I'm enjoying that. So that might be my next one that I, I get into and, try and power through the whole way because i did play it recently i didn't just didn't get through it because other things were happening um but yeah i'm, I'm definitely keen to, to check out the whole thing again because that was an excellent video game yeah if you if you never got in on the playstation i like if you if pc is the only way you'll get to play god of war like hard recommend really yeah. strongly recommend um, and it seems like with all these, like these things will make it 
run better on lower end computers, which is fucking phenomenal. That's awesome. So, uh, you know, TLSS will do a lot of heavy lifting, provided you're one of the few people with a fucking computer that can do DLSS, I suppose. But like, yeah, I think that's, that's awesome. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got some Among Us news that I saw come through. Um, they're adding roles into the game, which will include um, crewmates and imposters having different roles. And the one that they revealed is the one for the uh, imposter called the shapeshifter. And it will allow you to uh, transform into other alive crewmates for a limited amount of time and run around and uh, yeah, pretend you're someone else. Yeah, right. Uh, weird. Yeah. I mean, it's it's apparently there's going to be um, limitations. Like you, you'll be able to adjust those settings in the game, whether or not you want them to appear. Um, the chance of you getting that role, um, being able to leave evidence behind when you do shapeshift, um, but you can do things like getting to events as somebody else. Yeah, and like throw people off. I don't know how that changes the game much. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a sort of a risk thing, right? Like if you if you point out somebody, I don't know. It, yeah, it's mind games at the end of the day. Like I've always thought that having a shape shifting killer in Dead by Daylight would have been interesting. Um, so I guess we'll see how this plays out in Among Us, right? I guess. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. But I I don't know. I don't think it really fits. I don't. I think they're maybe overcomplicating something that's already in a really good place yeah oh, but like i said you don't have to have it in there you can disable it true true yeah um and then we also don't know what the, the uh crewmate roles are going to be either right. at this stage but yeah how that'll affect the game um all right and then the last piece of news here we got the halo infinite campaign showcase which was uh like a 10 minute video from the other day they put out um this game is now coming out in december and this is our sort of first big look since they uh, went back to the drawing board and have uh, you know, delayed the game by over a year at this point. Got rid of um, some of the leads, brought in some fresh, fresh eyeballs and uh, shown us what it sort of looks like now. It's obviously got, uh, it's have a, gra a graphics pass on it. Um, it looks a lot better. Uh, there's some good comparison videos out there or even screenshots of like what things look like before and what they look like now. Um, you know, you can even look at something simple as Master Chief's like costume and just how green that last, like <laughs> it was like such a different green tone. This very flat green, a couple of scuff marks and then sort of what it looks like now. Um, yeah, I think everything looks a lot better in terms of visually. It's improved. Yeah, uh, I think like where a lot of it. A lot of it's just lighting, right? A lot of it is mm. so much of it is just the lighting is so much better and animations and as well. Yeah, like it's so weird that it was bad. That's such a fundamental thing, and it's so weird that it was so bad on such a fundamental level. But yeah, anyway. Um. Yeah, that's just one um, side of it. I like. I I still think that 
they're obviously having problems like still they've had to delay the um the co-op campaign stuff yeah um which i think is a mistake at this point um, yeah especially so. considering like this game was supposed to come out last year yeah and there was no word of like having to delay that stuff at that point like it was weeks away yeah and, and now we're at the point where like they're just pushing that back which is strange and it's um, a month like a month after when i would have guessed it would come out this year because hmm. you would like the dream. game of the year game of the year time right right like november like after november it's it's fucking that's gone right like uh but also the other thing is november 15 2001 is when the xbox came out so november 15 2021 would be literally the 20th anniversary of halo mm. uh and so that, they're leaving it to last minute <laughs> that's gone yeah they've missed that one as well they've, like this there's so much missing out of this. It doesn't make sense to me for it to, like, if there's any problems with it, it's just going to feel like they should have fucking delayed it further. I think it looks fun as it is now. I reckon it looks fucking fun. Mm. Um, I'm extremely disappointed uh, that it won't be out on, like, in co-op because I... Yeah. That's how I, that's how I want to play Halo campaigns. Um, but even still, I can see it being a bunch of fun because it's got, it's just, it looks like it's got a bunch of systems that will all sort of intertwine pretty nicely. And I think that's pretty ambitious. And so I can sort of see why it might need to be delayed. It's not like they're just pushing out some fucking level by level shit. And then being like, ah, oh, we need to delay it. Ah, oh. like there, there's a lot of ambition in this. They're reaching for the fucking stars here. So, I don't know. I like to see fucking like effort. I like to see that shit. So, yeah, I'm intrigued to see more of it. I'm cautious at this point. Um, I don't know. Like, I just feel like we haven't seen much of the game that shows like this game's coming out in six weeks and yeah haven't seen a lot like even that 10 minute trailer there was no not a whole lot of gameplay in there and the yeah. gameplay that we did see i thought it looked kind of generic like it's just a it's a shooter i mean the shooting looks cool but and there's they put a there's a grapple hook that they showed off a bunch like you can pick up ammo and pick up weapons and but in terms of like what is the game I just didn't see much of it. Like there's a point where it, um, the objective was to blow up like the energy silos or something like that. And he's literally yep. standing on a fucking cliff with a rocket launcher with these and they're like glowing. It's like, all right, well, why did I just stand here and blow these things yeah. up? Yeah. You know I what I mean? Like that. I just didn't yeah. see a lot in there that was like, all right, what are the cool you got a glimpse of the like a like, text tree? I mean Right, like but he didn't. He didn't just stand there with the rocket launcher and shoot have. him. I know, point. I know, but he didn't, is what I'm saying. Like, he could have, like, he, he had three he, more they, rounds left and there was three more silos. <laughs> he did go in and, like, fling a barrel at one and, and stuff like that. I thought that was yeah. fucking cool, right? It was just a mistake to show him standing there with the perfect fucking solution in his hands and then deciding yeah. to go fucking use something else. 
Like that was definitely a mistake. Like, yeah, there's glimpses. There's glimpses that it can be fucking cool. There's glimpses at these systems that are, I think are going to fucking work. Yeah. Right? And yeah, that's like, what I want to see. I want to see more, like, when he throws enough. down the shield and you see bits of the shield sort of break. Like, that yeah. stuff looks cool. I just want to know what the game... Like, is it just literally fucking shooting a bunch of things and in, in, in an open yeah. world? Is that is that all it is? Um, yeah. And, like, is there... Like I said, they showed you a glimpse of the tech tree, but, mm. but it was, like upgrades to like his jetpack or this like you can strafe now and like i just want to see like what's what are the other ways that i can sort of interact with this world and what can yeah. i do or is it just purely a you know because even though like doom eternal was a shooter there was still interesting ways to interact with that game and chaining combos and switching you know cool you know cool things through there's a grapple hook in that game and your puzzle platforming and that sort of stuff like it made it interesting um yep. like sticking i just want to see more about the game and it just worries me that we haven't seen the game at this point yeah. like when i watched um let's let's do the fanboy thing uh horizon forbidden west like you're watching them play this 10 minute demo and they're doing all this cool shit and you're like oh that looks awesome and like i think literally the day they dropped that halo thing they like sony dropped a playstation blog about all a bunch of new systems in horizon yeah. it's like a big fuck you to them um <laughs> i don't know man like i i don't want to f- fanboy over it but it just i'm just sort of worried i i, I wonder if people's no, expectations are too high i think it's fair to be worried but after the rest of 2021 my expectations yeah. couldn't be lower my expectations <laughs> have bottomed out uh, every expect, game is a trash fire i expect halo is going to come out it's going to insult my mother and then delete my c drive and, I, and you'll be, be like, like game is a year that's it cunt <laughs> that's what you get motherfucker i'm like mm. fuck yeah what a game well done um yeah anyway yeah anyway uh yeah i'm, I'm definitely keen to check it out i'm just cautious i don't want to get too excited anymore about video games like very hell. true very true uh <laughs> although you can preload forza horizon 5 right now right yeah. now is that's out next week right i think it is yes yeah i believe so yes anyway uh questions let's do questions yeah what do we got we got one question fridge most man writes uh hi luke hi job uh interesting answers to my question last week I had not considered... What was the question last week? Is there a game you'd want to forget so that when you replay it? Ah, yeah. I had not considered forgetting a game that was fucked at launch then experiencing it fresh after it had been fixed. Speaking of fucked at launch games, when was the last time we had a game like Assassin's Creed Unity, Batman, Arkham Knight, or Mass Effect Andromeda where the game launched in a woeful state and what do you think has changed since then? There seems to be fewer games with nightmarish character models uh, that are floating eyes and teeth instead of a face or unplayably broken PC ports these days. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 was a absolute fucking train wreck. That was the so- example I gave last week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, so that, 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 about 12 months. I, I, I reckon this is pretty interesting. I like, like, I like to think about I've I've sort of sort of contemplated this. I can't remember who I was talking to the other day about how we don't see that 
goofy fucking thing in Unity anymore. But like, it's an interesting in Unity. Oh, oh like sorry, the Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed Unity, Unity, like seeing people's fucking eyeballs and shit, like they're being unmade or some shit. Um, but I think it's because, like, I reckon, I reckon there might be an element of QA these days that specifically focuses on like there might be like a triage element of qa where they specifically focus on how hard something can be memed because a problem can be really bad in a game but if it's not memeable you can probably get away with it for a little while longer you can probably like just sort of let it go for a bit without it really fucking you but if it's something like everyone like you can see people don't have faces or something holy fuck you're fucked yeah it's gonna be screenshots for days i reckon there's an element of qa now that is specifically like how dunked on how hard are we gonna get dunked on for this shit and if there isn't there should be there absolutely should be uh same as the contest same as same as there should be an element of qa that specifically goes into games the way we do just to be as big a bag of dicks as possible uh and and deliberately tries to find the goofiest shit as fast as possible like yeah um what do you reckon like why do you think we don't see see that stuff as much because i mean god knows we've seen some bad games yeah um yeah i think it could be a focus on the uh like you said being able to meme or even just showcase like graphical glitches are usually the ones that they're like we need to sort that out like if somebody's uh, head is spinning around or they're walking remember um andromeda like the walking animations and like that was going around everywhere like that sort of thing whereas if it's a broken i don't know mission like that's kind of hard to show (laughs) like if a mission doesn't work properly or um like i had a point here's a here's a good example and I, i still don't know if it was a bug or if it was um something went wrong but when i was playing guardians the galaxy there was a point where I got overwhelmed very quickly. And I think uh, there was that mechanic I talked about of like the huddle where you're supposed to hit the two buttons and then he calls everybody in and you pick the right one and then it revives everybody. There was a point in that game where it just threw a bunch of things at me and it sort of became evident that like, I thought I was supposed to lose that fight when everybody started going down and I eventually died and I was like, oh, okay, that got hard really quickly. I reloaded into the game and the same thing happened. But rather than me dying this time, it came up and gave me the tutorial prompt of like, hey, you should press this button and then it'll do the huddle thing. Like, so something broke, I felt like something broke there. Like it was supposed to tell me how to do this tutorial, but it missed it, right? Like that is something that I can describe here on the podcast, but I can't really fucking go on the internet and show yeah. you like a five second video clip of that thing breaking yeah um, yeah so yeah i think we're seeing a lot less whereas like literally you look at cyberpunk and just it was just 
videos for days of like weird shit happening in that game people flying over the place like cars running into driving into blocks on the road and things like that it was just um and the, but they still release that game so i don't know maybe they don't have a qa department but <laughs> there, there are things yeah. that, there's a there's a good example on um i think it might have been that god of war documentary or at least i've seen where they do like reels of here's all the shit that is broken in our game and you kind of just yeah. watch it where it's like during production all this weird stuff was happening like people's faces melting off yeah. while they're talking um so yeah the visual stuff is the usually the most noticeable things that, that can go wrong which is yeah. why they try to fix most of that stuff first like the gameplay stuff is like oh we do that later right we're a video game so uh, it's like buying an apartment in Sydney, right? Like, it's fucked. Mm. All of the apartments are fucked, but they've painted over the cracks in the wall, so you can't tell that there are deep structural issues. It just looks okay. Yep. Great question, FMM. Great question, Farley, Marley, Marley. Um, that would be all of the questions. Ah, oh, very good. Well, there you go. Um, anything you want to plug for this week that you got going on? Go read my Age of Empires 4 review on the gapodcast.com. Uh, check out uh, Solar Opposites. I believe it's on Disney+. Plus. Um, and on the Xbox Game Store, Game Pass rather, for PC this week, there is something called Non-Gun. Non-guns? I don't know what the fuck it's called. I don't know. Uh, I don't give a fuck about that. The Forgotten City. Uh, if you didn't play The Forgotten City, I talked about it. Uh, we both talked about it uh, a couple of... I don't know, mm-hmm. a month ago? I don't know how fucking long anything is anymore. Definitely worth checking out. Uh, definitely worth playing. Absolutely give that a run if you've got Game Pass. And Bassmaster Fishing 2022. Oh. I'm in. I don't know if it's good. It does apparently. It's got multiplayer, online multiplayer, two to twenty-five. There are so, so many games uh, I want to play right now. Right? But right, Guardians fucked me over. I'll tell you what. Uh, oh yeah. I was I because I was gonna play. I woke up early the other day to play Satisfactory. I got the uh, time. Yeah. I got the time wrong for the new update. Because um, yep. I was God. like, I'll do. I'll spend all day playing Satisfactory, and yep. the day after that, I'll play Guardians. Yep. And uh, it turns out they both came out on the same day. And I was like, fuck. All right. Nice. I'll knock out Guardians. <laughs> a bit of Guardians. Chose poorly. <laughs> oh, no. I think this no, was... thank you know, God. I'm thank God you didn't play Satisfactory. Satisfactory. Do not do not start playing Satisfactory. Then I don't want to start playing Satisfactory. I'm doing it this weekend. Oh, damn it. Um, Just play Bass, Bass Master Fishing 2022. The other one I was thinking of jumping back into was The Hunter. Someone mentioned The Hunter recently. Oh, yeah, it popped me. up on my feed and I was like, oh, yeah, I could do some of that. Oh, yeah. Uh, excellent. Anyway, you got anything to plug, Luke? No, no, not this week. Awesome. I don't even know. Any, I haven't been watching anything. I watched Fast and Furious 9 for the first right. time. How was that? You loved it? I think it's like the maybe the third worst film. I mean, it's still good. But in terms of ranking, like it might be the third on the bottom or second on the bottom, somewhere around there. I haven't thought. I, nah, third, third on the bottom. Two's not very good. That one where they go to like the drug underground tunnel is fucking terrible. Oh, awful. Yeah. 
Uh, and this one might be just above that. Yeah, it's still fun. Hey, what a good series. It's shit that happens in this one where I'm like, uh, okay, fair enough. I, I tapped out during the minefield sequence. Uh, okay. Yeah. Did that you get the part me. where he gets shot at? And then yeah. he just does like a 360, shoots everyone. Just didn't care. Like, just literally did not care. I'm like, oh, this is where he dies. And then he doesn't nah. die. And then they literally comment on it for like yep. a minute and a half. He's talking about it. And he's like showing, like, look at all the bullet holes in my shirt. It's like, and I never got hit. And it's like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Is it part of the plot? Are they not re- using real bullets or some shit? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, what is going on? Fuck me. Anyway, yeah. All right, there you go. Don't watch that. Um, that is it. You can find us, The Gap, on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube, all the places you get your podcasts from, uh, the GA Podcast, The Gap. Please rate or review the show. Helps other people find us. You can also find us on uh, Discord, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. You can jump in there, talk about all sorts of things going on in the world of video games or uh, just play video games with each other. There you go. Uh, I think they've been talking about the Pixel 6. Yeah. Fuck, I want a Pixel 6. I just don't like my Samsung. I don't like Samsung phones. I've been going the Samsung because I didn't. I thought the Pixel 5 looked shit. Hmm. The 6, 6 Pro looks perfect. It looks like literally it was made specifically to my specifications. But I can't justify going and buying. Fuck it. My wife will murder me. Hmm. You don't have to tell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just fucking, hey, what's going on? How come I'm missing twelve hundred dollars? Ah, don't worry about it. You blame it on her. Well, you shouldn't have bought that fucking. I don't know. Ah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Just put it, make a fake receipt, and leave it somewhere. Oh, oh, and then ah, and I'll be like, oh yeah, look, Google sent me one for review. Genius. There you go. Um. You can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash GA podcast, twitter.com slash GA podcast. You can go to our website, the GA podcast.com. It's got links to all those things we just talked about, including past episodes of the show or, uh, or review reviews. Uh, you can go check out inscription, um, the review for that, but I wouldn't just play the game. Uh, age of empires. Oh, click, fucking... Obviously click the link, but don't read it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the plan. Um, okay. if, if you have been playing inscription, uh, Definitely ask Luke to link you to the document that he linked me to. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely out of control. People on, I guess, on the inscription Discord have been digging deep. And as crazy deep as I thought that game went, and I thought it, I was already pretty fucking, I'm like, this game goes crazy. Um, It goes so much fucking, so much further. I haven't looked into it since I, like, when I sent it to you, people would just start building it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, it, it goes places. It goes, you have no idea. It's a bananas game. What a fucking crazy game. Anyway, yeah. definitely check it. Uh, so you can go to the uh, Uh That is all thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash the GA podcast, become a recurring member, get the podcast a little bit earlier, and uh, get thanks from us for supporting the website, the show, all that sort of stuff. Thank, Thank you so much. much. Um, that is it for this week. Next week is uh, I don't know what's out next week um, or what we're doing. I, I know we got I've, stuff coming how up. Many I times, don't think it's next week, is it? It's how many times do I have to say 
Bassmaster Fishing 2022. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, we do have something coming up. Uh, I guess Call of Duty is out next week, right? But the, oh, I believe so. The fifth. Oh. The odds of us getting a um, Call of Duty our hands on that one early <laughs> seem extremely, extremely low. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't but hold then, my breath on that one. Or getting it at all. <laughs> I feel like I'm not going to. Um, but uh, hopefully we can check it out and give you guys the mad scoop before you have to play it yourself. Um, yeah. But yeah, basketball awesome. fishing, obviously. Forza, hopefully. We'll see. Uh, yeah, theoretically. Riders Republic's out today. But if that's true, then I still don't care. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, anyway. Um, yeah. yeah. More Guardians as well. Anyway, should be. We'll have stuff. We've always got stuff. To, we'll figure it out. We can, yeah. We can fill a two to three hour podcast easily, even Easy. if we haven't played anything. I'll just talk about all the other movies Luke told me to watch that were fucking terrible. I didn't even like, I think I've mentioned it before, but Mother, exclamation point, is one of the worst films I've ever watched in my life. Uh, and I still haven't forgiven Luke for that one. So anyway, uh, I'll leave I it can give you a list. I've got a list of good yeah. stuff you can definitely watch that are terrible. Just absolutely garbage, <laughs> garbage, garbage fires. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. There you go. Awesome. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Love you. Bye.